they do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Hit it and quit. It's a yeah. <laughs> hit it and quit. Can I hit it and quit? <laughs> yeah. Can I take it to the bridge? Yeah. <laughs> Should I get in the hot tub? Yeah. Get in the hot tub. Ah! Too hot. Making it feel real wet. All right, all right, all right. Hello and welcome to oh, a you're new recording. Ep- yeah, recording. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new episode of Fascinated with Films. Anybody? Anybody got anything? Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> You're gonna let guys are gonna both leave me hanging. <laughs> I was waiting to see if Justin was gonna break into a song <laughs> in protest, but he didn't. <laughs> but he didn't do it. So yeah, welcome back. Hope everyone enjoyed the animation pod. How did you like the animation pod? Dave? I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, I, I, I. It's a. It's funny how many of them I really do like. But I don't. Yeah, I don't seek them out anymore. That's unless, not unless like I come I to your just... house and you say, "Hey, you got to watch this new Toy Story. You got to watch this." Yeah, right. that's because you're pretty genre. good about offering those up. Oh, I keep it... I keep up on every genre really because if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Speaking of good movies, you seen anything this week? Me and Dave started our new franchise. Oh. Uh, next time you come over, we're gonna watch number two. We watched uh, the first Hatchet film. Oh yeah, on, Ooh. and man, they're so good. Oh really? <laughs> really, really friggin' good. You'd love it. Love nice. it. Love it. So yeah. you'll have to come over and watch it. Uh, it's short. It's like eighty-five minutes, but it's uh, it's like a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the violence. <laughs> I told Dave when we were watching. I said if it wasn't a comedy, people would really be disturbed by how violent it is. Really? But since it's they got the comedy involved with it. it's a lot more palatable uh-huh. for you because there's literally there's a scene where Joe Murray's scene I'll show you oh, or the woman the woman that uh, that character actor that's with the uh, guy from uh, The Office remember the, old, the two yeah, old people uh-huh. well the woman uh, Kane Hodder who plays Jason in all the uh, latter uh, Jason movies uh-huh. plays uh, Victor Crowley who's this uh He's got a whole cool backstory, but he just kills people with a hatchet, and he, and it takes place in New Orleans where they uh, uh, this one group of kids goes down there for Mardi Gras, and they decide to take that. a haunted uh, uh, ride. It? Have you seen I, it? I rented it on Redbox, uh, what, but it's it's vague. the first or the second because there's four of them. I, it, um, oh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, probably. But I know they were on the Bayou, and he lived in like a in like a shack, a shack on the Bayou. But he, uh, the first one. he got off, and uh, there's. He just kills everyone in the crazy, insane way. He grabbed this woman, like, the bottom of her jaw and the top of her jaw and just ripped her <laughs> oh head. Oh, my God. Like, you know what? And then the tongue is and flipping loves- around. Oh, and nice. they... they Special effects makeup artists. You could tell he that's where the they spray. dropped their load, man, was on the special. And the actors. He loves the sprays. Like blood sprays is just ridiculous blood sprays, uh-huh. and he would toss organs against trees. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, did that like Dave made a good time. point. It, it probably if we had gotten because it only was one point five million dollars, so it's probably what we would have done our next level if we could have uh, sure. got money to the do way it. it looks, the way it felt. Yeah, the act. You acting could t- was, it definitely felt acting indie. was decent, but it was they were. B-level actors. Yeah, well, they got a franchise yeah. out of it. Oh, a huge franchise, yeah. too. And That's one, all you need. And uh, it, it gets better and better, apparently. The, oh, um, and I'm sure they'll get more and more and they're, it's, bigger names, probably. Well, this, right. they go on, I mean. even in the first one, they got Kane Hodder from Jason. They got Freddy Krueger. They got Candyman. Yeah. All three of those guys oh, were wow. in the first one. And then the <laughs> second Candyman one. was like two minutes. He was minutes. the Boatman, wasn't he? Uh no, 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 no. That was some other guy. Okay. Uh, which he's in the second one. He hits his brother. 
He plays his brother. <laughs> what? Remember, he, he said his brother got him that job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he co- that actor comes back. And you know who plays the girl? They changed the characters for the girl that was like in okay. the water at the end. I didn't think. And it's, I, uh, I assumed she didn't live through it. Well, <laughs> apparently they, they had her live through it, but they, uh, they got the girl from... Um, uh, Halloween, you know, the little girl from number four and five that couldn't oh, speak yeah, yeah. at first. Oh, yeah. Danielle Harris, I think her name is, and she was in Roseanne for a while. Uh, so she's kind of their big moneymaker now. But they had a great thing with the fourth one. I was telling Dave about it, and it's a cool story to kind of start the pod with. Is uh, Apparently they had done the first three, and it's a huge cult following. And mm-hmm. uh, this guy's from Hollister, Mass., so my cousin's a huge fan of many ways because he's... Uh, and I had seen one of his movies before and didn't realize it was him because Adam Green's the guy who directed. He directed uh, Frozen. You ever seen Frozen? Mm. Not the Disney one. The, oh. the one when they're on top of the uh, ski lift and they get stuck up there oh, for like no. the weekend and what? they can't go down. And and sub, there's like wolves down. There's wolves them. down below and at oh. some point one of them has to jump off. It's very fucking disturbing, Holy man. Shit. Very bloody. You could tell that this guy is the if same he, guy. If... A if lot of people can't like it. Your girl probably would not like it. You fear wolves or you fear being stuck some uh, ways. It was good, though. Yeah, uh, it was good. But anyways, that budget must have been No, it was nothing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they, <laughs> We're going to use your ski lift for a couple no, hours. Just yeah. that one. Just that yeah. one. Here's 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, uh, so they had done the first three Hatchet movies, and they have a huge <sighs> following. So what they did was uh, they had a lot of these people, they had announced they were going to have like a retrospective, a 10-year retrospective for the first uh, Hatchet movie. So they got all the fans to come out to this auditorium and they were gonna, they're going to have a Q&A and they're going to show the first Hatchet movie and everyone showed up thrilled. They dressed up and they brought props and everything and they're all thrilled. And Adam Green came up on the uh, stage and he's like, I want to thank all you guys for coming out here. And he says, I know you think you're here for a, uh, to watch uh, the Hatchet, uh, the first Hatchet movie. And he's like, what you don't know is we secretly uh, produced, filmed, and edited, and are done with Hatchet Four. Oh wow! And you guys are the first to see. It. Oh, that's awesome! And they freak the fuck out. Bet, it's like dude. video of them, him telling them, and they just lost. <laughs> it's like yeah. his April Fool's joke. God, ah, just kidding. Oh. Yeah. It's like the reverse of it, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it actually happened. Yeah. So that was a series that uh, we started last week, and I've got number two, and I've got number three on its way. So uh, nice. So I bought number two actually before I bought number one because my, cu- my cousin <laughs> he knew. Had, well, he my knew cousin, yeah. my cousin knows what I like, and he's he's like, dude, this is this is your series. You got to watch it. Uh, so he gave me number two, and he's like, just pick up number one and start from the beginning. So it was nice. pretty exciting. We, I have to, I have to write stories about um, experiences that I have in like high business concepts for my course that I'm taking. And every once in a while I'll find something. I'll be like, all right, this is good. I can talk about Dupree productions. Oh yeah. And, uh, so I had written a little piece about us and I didn't mention the movie, but some eager other student went and found our trailer. Oh really? (laughs) really? And it was in a blog that I posted this thing and he like responded to the blog. He's like, First off, whoa, that's really cool. Which <laughs> that's one? That's awesome. Which Project one? Arsehold. Yeah. I think he just saw the trailer, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. There's um, uh, Silent Dove has like 1,300 views now on YouTube. Huh. That's <laughs> crazy. It's a lot for us. Yeah, I mean, heck that's yeah, crazy. Man. Because the other ones have like 80 or 90 views. Yeah. Yeah. But Which for some they've reason, only been up there for that, a little while. The cover must have. I mean, uh, that's another if reason I told you everything. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to... We love it because we... Pour oh, yeah. our hearts into it. Yeah, sure. and it's, and it, and it's, it's a, a memory. Movie. It's a memory for yeah. us, and it's a good yeah. movie. But I'm not sitting back and saying that's not as good as we could do. That's as oh, good as we could not. do at the time on that budget. On yeah. that budget. Yeah. On that budget. Yeah. And it's like 
Yeah, yeah. There's good things. There is good things about. Oh, it, absolutely. I love. I really loved you and the music. I think that yeah. the music in the trailer came out really. No, cool. I think all of that was great. But like you said, but you're kind of limited to what your budget is, what your actors are, and everything. And it's hard to convey that to people when you said, "Oh, I made a movie," and they're right. expecting like it to be a blockbuster, yeah, film. or yeah. something. And then they're like, "Wow, that." That was good. That part was good. And then yeah. like, that one actor, he wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was like, that's because the other guy before him was left a week before shooting. <laughs> Are they talking about me? <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, but, uh, you know, speaking of uh, budget films, uh, Super Troopers 2 comes mm. out on uh, 420. 420, yeah. You got and your poster, yeah, man. Yeah, I got an autographed uh, poster by all the guys from uh, Broken Lizard this week. So I'm going to get that framed. Where did, I, did you camp out in front of one of their houses no, or no, something? No, no, no. no. They, um, they were offering them for sale online. And, oh, okay. Uh, and, you know, and at first I was like, yeah, I'm sure it's just like a poster with the print of their yeah, yeah, autographs yeah. on it, you know. And so I was looking on the comments, and somebody said that, and Broken Lizard responded and said, "No, each one is you know individually autographed, yeah. you know." Da, 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 da. I was like, "Sign me up!" Man. I see that guy who plays we Farva a on a lot of stuff. Oh, really? A lot of random stuff. I see huh. Farva on. He's the only one other than the J guy, Jay Shandrakar. He directs a lot. Yeah, I, he directs like episodes of the Goldbergs and stuff like that. I've seen mm-hmm. him direct a lot I, of uh, situation. Comedies. I really like the the. Um, the harm fake the comedy horror oh, that they uh, did after that Club Dread oh Club, Club Dread, Dread. Yeah. yeah Club Dread was awesome <laughs> that was Club really Dread good. was great yeah, yeah. That Super, was great. Super Troopers was my favorite but Club oh, yeah. Dread's but right yeah, Club yeah. Dread we was could great. almost do a Broken Lizard pod sometime Bill Paxton was yeah. great like Margaritaville what you think Jimmy Buffett has to put up with this shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, his name oh I can't remember oh I don't remember for my something Pete. I'm sure uh, the number two is going to be phenomenal, but for me, I thought they kind of, it's kind of a decline for their movies. I think they started super high with oh, Super yeah, Troopers, yeah. and Club Dread was all right, but then Beer Fest got a little, and then they, they just kind of, and I think they're going to shoot right back up with uh, Super Troopers, well, because I think that's where they're... And I think if Super Troopers is successful, yeah. they're going to do Pot Fest. Oh, is that what they are saying? I, I, I just think that's the direction. They're going to do Pot Fest? What's Pot Fest? That's a movie? Like so Beer Fest. After Beer like Fest. Beer Fest. At the oh, end of Beer I see. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're walking, they talk about doing Pot Fest. Well, they're walking down this alleyway, and there's this guy smoking and coughing and everything, and they walk up, and it's Willie Nelson. And, he, and he's like, my buddy Chi Chi sure Chong, we're supposed to come to this marijuana smoking uh, competition, and yeah. they, you know, they disappeared. You guys want to come with me? And so it says, coming soon, pot fest, you know. Because they're, I mean, they're somewhat indie, those guys, too. So they're kind of at, uh, are being hamstrung from uh, investors and everything else. Oh, yeah. It's no, very they, similar to, like... They uh, kickstarted this movie. Yeah. It's, it's very similar to, like, Kevin Smith, how Kevin Smith uh, would love to do Clerks 3 or Mallrats 2, but someone else owns them, so he can't do them. That's why he's doing the new Jay and Silent Bob movie, because he owns those characters. Oh, wow. So he's like, screw it, I'll just do that, and he's yeah. writing that Don't right now. Don't sell so. all your rights away. That's a... Yeah. yeah. Shit. I mean, that's... It, it went to Miramax, and he gets checks every friggin' uh, month for it, but... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't I feel... I don't feel too bad for him. Yeah. No, no, he, <laughs> I hope he's doing he has right, to check and shut up, Kevin. Yeah, He's doing good. I, I listen to his. He's got like three pods. He does. Oh, nice. uh, he does Fat Man on Batman, the Smodcast, and uh, does he just talk about Batman every week? No, he talks about pop culture. <laughs> he does it with a he does it with a really great uh, guy who's also in the pop culture named Mark Bernardin, who's a, a writer. He's actually writing that Castle Rock show right now, the uh, Stephen King one. Oh, really? And uh, they just go through the, the pop culture news that's happened through the week, and they talk about trailers. And they get uh, a lot of times they get uh, doesn't get too political. Uh, no, not political at all. Okay. So at the beginning, he does. He'll do like uh, 
he'll do what they were do, doing for the week, and then they they go into the news for the week, and then they uh, they do it in front of a live audience, and they have people come up and ask questions uh, uh, of them, and they spend like forty five minutes just answering questions and giving away prizes and stuff for people to ask good questions. It's fun to listen yeah, to. That's awesome. That's really cool. But yeah, this week. This is going to be a great one. Oh, here. I forgot we have a podcast. Yeah, we have a podcast. <laughs> like, wow, that sounds cool. Then we got to do a podcast. <laughs> Let's do a podcast talking about other people's podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the new thing. <laughs> it's the podcast podcast. That would freak people out, man. <laughs> that might be if there was enough really great ones out there. That would be a clever idea. <laughs> so this one, this one, we're tackling a lot, and there's a couple of movies on here that we've tackled before, but we've haven't really done the genre of uh, more of a modern. Uh, uh, movies post two thousand. So uh, is this the first? This one? This is the first one. Yeah. There were there were a couple that we did like. Uh, there were groupings that we mentioned. There were groupings. Movies. Yeah, and there were uh, like my top. I'm sure my top five we did originally. I probably three of them were in this. Really on your list? Though? Not on this list. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is a couple that we like probably from 2011 to 2000. There was a bunch of good movies in that. Oh yeah. Really well, good. what we're tackling specifically, I guess our rules were uh, two thousand. To 2009. Yeah, right. That's and, uh, a decade. Yeah. yeah. But the, the next decade, I found a shitload. Like uh, 2010 to 2018, there's a ton of them. So that'll be an exciting one to do later on. But we're going to specifically just talk about action-adventure movies on this one. Sweet. Uh, which kind of crosses over to uh, sci-fi at times and sometimes kung fu movies. And it's got like a... It's weird how action-adventure has a very wide variety of... Uh, I mean, it even falls into war, you know. Yeah. Uh, not as much maybe westerns, but maybe some modern ones could have been on there. Hmm. I guess Bone Tomahawk could have been on there, but that's a that falls into the 2010 up. I think that's like 2013 or something. Well, like I that. promise I'll watch it before that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we have to have it on there. But the problem with having it on there is I don't want to ruin the uh, the big scenes with anybody, sure. on it, unless we give them like fair warning that hey. Tune out. Jump forward five minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> a, yeah. a lot of people do that on their Ear pods. Like, if you want to hear about this, he says you. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith will do that. He's like, you got five, four, three, two, one, and then he'll tell you kind of tune back in in three minutes if you don't want to hear uh, what we're going to reveal here. Yeah. So it's just be interesting. Uh, but yeah, two. Bammy's uh, mom dies. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. John dies at the end. Oh, <laughs> I love that movie. Have you seen that movie? I have, but I don't. So remember good, it. man. Yeah. So good. Does he die at the end? Uh, well, he actually we're dies we're kind we're of at the beginning, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Don Consilli, the guy that does uh, Phantasms and uh, Beastmaster and Baba Hotep. Baba, Baba Hotep's Hotep. the one yet. Baba Hotep's the one you got to see. Man. I, yeah, that's so if good. People are like, "What fucked up scene should I watch?" Other than Bone Tomahawk, I'll. Now that, that could be a pod, like uh, disturbing scenes. Ooh, Our favorite yeah. disturbing scenes. Because Bubba Hotep scene would be in there. That for a different reason though. That's disturbing. Weird that, disturbing to really? me can be creepy. Can be violent. Can be oddly uncomfortable. Sexual. Oddly yeah. uncomfortable. It wasn't sexual at all. It was oddly uncomfortable. Which one are you talking about on Bone uh, on Bubba Hotep? Because I thought of that. From Which, beginning to end, I thought it was hilarious. When he, the nurse is massaging oh, his, uh, oh, yeah. his sore on his, <laughs> on his dick. Yeah. I think that was hilarious. That, it's uncomfortable just to say it. No, I thought I think it's hilarious too. But It was just the like, juicy sound. Oh, yeah, see, it's everything. uncomfortable. See, I haven't even seen it. That makes me cringe. <laughs> oh, man, it was. but it's Bruce Campbell being funny while she's doing it. Right? He's dressed up like Elvis. No, yeah. He's dressed up like... No, he um, thinks he is Elvis. Yeah. Or he is Elvis. He is Elvis, but he... People think he's an Elvis impersonator. Oh, okay. But he's really Elvis who switched 
switch places with an Elvis impersonator at the beginning of the movie so he could get out of the limelight yeah. and live his own life. Huh. So it was really clever. So he's at some random uh, nursing, like, home. nursing home with a with a black guy who thinks he's John F. Kennedy. <laughs> Ozzie Davis. Ozzie Davis, who's yeah. like in his 80s the at that time. The cast was great. It was really great. It was a fun movie. And they have to suck your souls out through, <clears throat> your, through your anus. Through your something. asshole. <laughs> yeah. It was just one of those insanely... Uh, on even on <laughs> even on paper when you're talking about it yeah. to people they're like what the hell is this yeah but it's one of those ones that you got i gotta see it because it's just that Did they crazy. say they were gonna do another one i thought they said they yeah. were gonna do another it one. it was gonna be bubba hotep and the uh uh the she werewolves or something like that that was rumored a long time ago so who knows what that's gonna eventually become but why don't they how come that nobody makes the movies that need to be made yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know man yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, I say we go right in. We do some uh, some two thousands. I guess it's that's how we would refer to it. Two thousands. Let's call it the two thousands. The two yeah. thousands action just movies. Not say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and this will be. Well, there's plenty of movies from the two thousands. We'll eventually do. Right now, we're just going to tackle uh, action films, action adventure. Uh, everyone here we know is a big uh, action fan, anyways. So I, it's one of those. I don't like that. I tend to stay. We probably away have from a definition, different definition of maybe action. Too. What what would your like? You'll know as soon as I start off with my first one. Okay, mm-hmm. there's action in it. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people would be like action movie. I mean, it, that's why I said it kind of cross genres yeah, a lot. Yeah. But uh, I tend that's to why like action's so cool. Yeah, you know, like, I tend to like like a lot I would of even actions. call like. What's that one? Was it Pelican Brief with Tom Cruise? That's that law the, movie? That's with Denzel uh, the Washington. Firm. The Firm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say that's an action movie. Yeah. It's got action in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Read that uh, book. You read the book? The Grisham oh, yeah. novel? Yeah. Great movie. It's a great yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. That guy can write some books. Yeah, I read yeah. that in The Client. Yep. Client. I've read all of... A at client, some point, I read all of Grisham's great. books. Yeah. I was working as a security guard at this uh, old folks home for like uh, six months, and they had a library there with all Michael Crichton and John Grisham's books, and I went through all of them. You were uh, guarding his Bubba Hotep yeah, all over. Was, was, yeah, Elvis, no. was Elvis there? Uh, <laughs> 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 Autobiography. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I tend to stay away from anything that's... I don't mind green screen, but if it gets like too insane, like you can tell... Like I like Sin City, but... Eventually, you're like, man, this was all done yeah. in the studio. You know, I, I I can appreciate it and everything, but at some point, it just kind of goes a little insane for me. You have to. I, mean, I if, like to have. If, I like to have some practical kind of. I mean, uh, effects. If Star Wars a, has shown you anything. It's, yeah. They can go to a location at least. Do practical effects, man. Yeah. And mix in some digital. Use it sparingly. Use it to highlight stuff. Yeah. I mean, there are some movies where it has to be all digital, but uh, yeah, I get that. I get it. It needs to be, but like uh, avatars. But they realized that I think with the uh, compared to the prequel Star Wars movies, uh, where they went when they started doing uh, Force Awakens and Rogue One, that they were like, people want to see practical monsters. They want to actually see those effects that they grew up with uh, on screen. So instead of making a completely computer-generated Jaja Banks, they actually have somebody in a suit now, which is so much better. Uh, Are they bringing back Jaja Banks? No. You, that, that's one thing you can guarantee it will never happen. <laughs> They're not going to add more Jar Jar Binks to anything. I think I got sucked into it. I know we're going way off track here, but I think I got sucked into a blog one time where someone talked about a conspiracy with Jar Jar Binks oh. and like tied it to the movies deeper than like people. His character was misunderstood. Like he wasn't really that bumbly type person. Like he had deeper meaning to it. I, I like, disagree. I, said, <laughs> I think you're reaching, my friend. I think they it's were like he was doing a dissertation. Or something. I think they were going for something for the little kids, and the, yeah. even the little kids were like, "This is stupid." He's like, "Ewoks worked. I know this will work." I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even now, looking back, the Ewoks, it's like, yeah, yeah. They were fun at the time. For it kids, was fun though. at the time. It was, and I'm sure even kids today probably they even laugh killed their one in the movie. Yeah, I know. 
teach your kids about life and death right there. Thank you, George Lucas. Uh, <laughs> all right, Justin, let's go, right, no in, let's, let's go right into your uh, your list here. So on the topic of a green screen movie, coming oh. in at number five, <laughs> 300, Ooh. which is pretty much an all green screen movie. It is all, um, and, and it's the reason I've kind of avoided it. Yeah, uh, and, and I understand that, you know, but to me... I ain't going to hate on someone's movie. Anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, That's I, why... I mean, it, I, I, I try not to do that, too, because whatever, uh, uh, I'm sure there's movies on here that <coughs> other people think are absolute garbage that I like. Because yeah. the acting, I did see some of this. The acting wasn't bad. I saw some no, of it. The it acting was wasn't bad. It it's was just good. like, I I would have rather seen Braveheart style and just like people in a field like battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, the the thing is, is they're, they're making this, the whole movie is just this giant battle of these 300 guys versus the entire yeah. Persian army. Yeah. And, you know, and I mean, it's just wave after wave after wave. And I mean, they're just, you know, the, the Spartans are just destroying these people, you know, like they don't even stand a chance, you know. Um, so let's tell us a little bit about well the actors first we got Gerard Butler who's awesome uh, I'm not sure who else is in this I, honestly to be I, that's that's it that's the only <laughs> a really, lot of people I, would, there's, there's, do they have digital abs or they have ripped no no they got pretty ripped <laughs> for that movie and, uh, I know yeah yeah. Just it's like Lord of the Rings where the background is a lot of, uh, you know, when you do those big crowd scenes, yeah, you kind of have to have it. And I, I do appreciate that it allows you to do that, like Lord of the Rings, where you would never be able to have that many orcs right, there. Yeah. But. And, and that's, yeah. a, you know, I mean, they have 500,000 troops on a beach yeah, yeah. lined up just fighting these guys over and over. So basically what happens is... Um, you're introduced to Spartans and Sparta and everything, and you know who Leonidas is. They give you like a quick backstory on him, and so he's standing there in his palace, and he's training his son to fight. Um, and somebody comes and tells him, "You have a Persian messenger waiting on you." You know, so the Persian messenger comes and basically tells him, "Like, hey, listen, if you just go ahead and surrender to us, we'll let you keep, you know, your throne and everything like that." And, you know, um, and so. He also insults Leonidas's wife, who's Gerard Butler, uh, not the wife Leonidas. <laughs> um, but uh, wife? yeah, <laughs> man, those Spartans. Um, so, anyways, the messenger basically tells him that, like, you know, he's a fool for you know turning this offer down. Like, his he's going to be crushed, and he says something like, you know, this is uh, idiocy or something, and you know, Gerard Butler just goes, "This is." Sparta! And he just kicks him into yeah. this, like, never-ending hole, and all of the guys that are with him, and they, you know, so that basically starts a war. But he's not allowed to start a war during this period of time, and he's like, well, screw it, they're coming to our door whether we like it or not. So he takes his 300 best soldiers, mm -hmm. and they go to this place where it's just, you know, an, an alley of Rockway, and there's only to one way in, one way advantage. out. Yeah. Um, and along the way, there's somebody following him, and it turns out that this guy that's following him, the Spartan babies, if they're like, if there's something wrong with them, they're just tossed over a cliff. And this one made it. So this particular, you know, uh, person, when he was a baby, he was all deformed and everything like that. Well, his mother loved him too much, so they left Sparta and lived, but still trained him to fight and everything. And he asks to be in Leonidas's, you know, army, but he he can't raise his shield high enough, so he can't be a part of it. So he tells him like, take care of the wounded and everything like that, you know. And the first battle comes, and I mean, just the battle scenes, man. Everything in the battle scenes is all slow motion. Interesting, you know. And 
But that's what's so awesome about it is just like, and it is all CGI. All the blood is CGI, oh, yeah. and and I don't like that. But the way they shot it, and it's a and, lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, but the way they sh- <laughs> for the way blood they- scenes, it has to be a lot. Cheaper. Oh yeah, well, then practical. Mean. You think it's more? You think it's cheaper than practical? Those digital effects are expensive, man. I bet you three hundred was a hundred million dollar movie. I'm sure it was, if not. But think about. The ch- when you don't have to be on location, all the money you don't have to be on location. You don't have to pay travel expenses. You don't, I'm I'm adding up all those figures. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I <laughs> mean, and and it's just like the battle scenes are just amazing, and the the I know it's all CGI, but if you want to call it the cinematography of it, you know, the lighting and shading yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, it was I mean, really you have to be really good to get to pull it off. Yeah, and it was really kind of uh, made for that uh, that video game uh, kind of crowd, anyways. You mm-hmm. know, video games were huge. Obviously, they always been, it did well. Right, they've always been oh, yeah, huge. Oh yeah, it did really well. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who friggin' love it, and it's like their favorite movie. Because it's uh, a good battle scene. I mean, to some people that just like those. Yeah. Our buddy uh, Patrick, he, he always said it was one of his favorite movies of all time. Really? But That's crazy. Uh, he loved well, it. I mean, the battle scenes are. They're yeah. great, you know? Yeah. And then just real quick, um, his adversary, the head of the Persians, is Xerxes, who's considered to be a god. And eventually he comes up on this throne, and there's probably like 300 men just carrying this, like, I don't know if it's solid gold or mm-hmm. what, you know, but it's humongous. And um, he tells Leonidas basically, like, you need to surrender and everything like that. And and he says no, and um, but he says, but I promise you by the time this is over, you know, your people will see a god bleed. And, and I'm just going to go ahead and... Well, you guys haven't seen it, have you? So you Go ahead, Rudy. Go for it, man. Okay. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not rushing home. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, there's a little more fighting and stuff like that. And eventually, you know, he tells him, like, if you lay down your weapons now... Uh, you know, Xerxes says to Leonidas, if you lay down your weapons now, I'll give you more than you can ever imagine, you know? And so Leonidas thinks about it for a little bit, and he takes his helmet off. And he drops his shield. This is Jar Butler's character? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's he's holding his spear, and one of the messengers or speakers for Xerxes, you know, says, you have to drop your spear too, you know. So he points the spear, and he drops it down. And he goes to kneel, and he gets on the ground, and he's kneeling at it. And he calls one of his friends, you know, to come and attack. And so he does. And another, you know, battle breaks out. Well, in the middle of it, he picks up the spear, and he chucks it at Xerxes. And it hits him right on the side of the mouth, and oh, yeah. you know. Cuts I think him. I've seen that shot. You may have. No, he. Le- it doesn't kill him, but it just no, cuts but, him. In, but it's in slow motion. It, yeah, and it, looks and it crazy. shows his people. This is not a god. He is. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. he bleeds. He's be able to be injured. You know, and then Does they, he lose status because of that. Well, that's uh, that was the whole idea behind the man would be king. You know, with uh, with Michael Caine right. and uh, and Sean Connery, where he had these people believing that he was a god. And uh, this woman that he was going to marry at the very end bit his lip, and he saw the blood on his lip, and mm-hmm. then they all turned on him and chopped his head off. Yeah. I mean, it was just... It, <laughs> the end. Yeah. The end. <laughs> how, I wonder how much of uh, 300 was uh, historically accurate, or if it was... It was uh, I mean, to do such a a famous battle like that, I would imagine I would think they would. Is. I mean, they probably took some liberty at it. Yeah, yeah, well, but. I mean, they had, like, you know, mystic creatures oh, fighting okay, for okay, them. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, you know, so there was a <laughs> yeah. certain... Are you trying to say there's no mystic creatures? Yeah, well, <laughs> like, there was, there was one group called the Immortals, and they were, like, Asian fighters, and 
they wore these like demon masks, you know, okay. and at one point somebody knocks the demon mask off and I mean the guy looks like a demon. So, yeah, okay, you know yeah, what I mean? And so cool. there's another character and he's got like praying mantis arms oh, and he like beheads people on behalf so of they kind of took the, what is uh historical and Greek they kind of mythology just, uh, threw and some they, mythology and, into and threw it, yeah. it some fantasy in it which i can appreciate yeah that. yeah and this really did make gerard butler's career oh, definitely. i mean i mean he went on to do a lot of stuff I what's your favorite in, uh, thing that he did afterwards i loved gamer i thought he was really good in gamer i also liked him in law-abiding citizen i thought with i uh, love that yeah, law-abiding citizen Fox. with jamie fox yeah. was really good man remember where uh, gamer was really good you know what was that? some of the other bigger ones uh damn he he did the uh one of the uh the White House Down movies, or that, what was it? Uh, well, the other one like that. that he did was really good. Was that bank robbery one? The bank robbery. Um, one. Which one oh, was I'm that? trying to think of the name of he it. He usually sticks to action. I think Law Abiding Citizen was was his closest to like drama uh, that he had done. But uh, yeah, I can't remember the one uh, where he was uh, bank robber and everything. I, what, sure. I have no idea what he's doing now. He kind of was the uh, the flavor of the month for the longest time, and now he's kind of. Uh, I tend to confuse him He's with probably doing voiceovers like everybody else. I confuse else. him with yeah. Clive Owen a lot. I, I think he too. looks just like he Clive looks, Owen to me. He uh, looks like a working man's Clive Owen. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll have like Justin can l- l- look him up there and see what he's uh, see what else. Hurry he's up, been Justin! Doing. Come on, Jeez. called uh, Den of Thieves. Oh, Den I never heard thieves, that. I've never, yeah, heard, I've never heard of that. So basically, he's like an ex mercenary or whatever, and okay. they use like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I thought it was really good because there's a nice twist at the end, and it's like oh. Tell Shit, me. you know, no, I won't. You know? Have you seen Law Abiding Citizen? I have. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was I own good. that one. It was one of those movies that it's it's good the first time you watch it, but then afterwards, when you it kind of has a lot of uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of stuff that gets ruined for you once you watch it that first time. That's yeah. kind of amazing the first time you watch it, but it's uh, it was really good. I think he's definitely a good actor, but he kind of sticks to a lot of uh, that genre that yeah. he does. Where I think he could branch out and do other stuff. He's waiting. Yeah. He's probably sitting by the phone right now. Yeah, I know. He could have done the pacifier, but Vin Diesel beat him too. <laughs> <laughs> to our detriment. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you got for your number five? My number five is a remake, and I like the second one better. I like the first one, but right. I like the second one better. Manchurian Candidate. Oh, yeah. This I was one that I own both. I own both of them because they are both really, They're really both good. Really good. And if you want to see. If uh, Frank Sinatra can act, I don't yeah. want to talk about the old one I, that much. I, but I think I agree man. with you. I think the second one was better. I think the second one. I'm a huge Denzel Washington huge, fan. Huge cast. Huge that. cast. Liev Schreiber. Um, uh, Liev Schreiber. Uh, uh, Meryl, Meryl Streep. <laughs> uh, you've got uh, Jeffrey Wright, yep. who was really amazing in it. Uh, Denzel. Who else is in that movie? I know this other people were uh, forgetting here, but go ahead. Tell us the the gist of uh, Manchurian Candidate because it was a very so great. Story back. Meryl in the day. Streep is the wife of the former senator, a former senator, yeah. and he was the senator's son that took over his father's seat. I think. Yeah. And they were grooming him to be the next president. Yeah. Like he was. And uh, I, that, my favorite scene is when, oh, the guy from uh, Twenty Four. Twenty Four. One of his bosses, the bald guy from Twenty Four, David's. Not, oh, the president? No, not the president. Oh, the guy that they that Jack had Jack, to shoot. One of Jack's, yeah, one of, yeah, the yeah, guy, the guy from uh, Dirty yeah, Jackie. So they're in, the, yeah, they're yeah. in deciding who's going to be the next nominee because the party fights over who they're going to put, who they think can win. So they're all sitting there, and you could tell she's in charge of the whole thing. Yeah, and uh, so what they do, what they do is they use this weird technique where they implant um, memories My, or mind control. Mind con- they do mind control, but they implant memories. Like he, remember, he was supposedly a hero. 
Yeah. They staged a, a heroic um, battle scene where he was a lowly private or sergeant, and then he jumped in the gun tar- turret, and that's how the movie started. Yeah. It was like this big, fierce battle scene, and he's shooting helicopters down. And, and so this is what got him in Senate seat. This is what he's running on as his platform. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, you, um, Denzel Washington was supposedly in that unit. Oh, really? And he's having different memories of stuff, and he's trying to figure it out. It looks like post-traumatic stress from Yeah, and he's not sure what's going on. But he's on. not sure what's real, what's sure. So he tries to contact him. To say, hey, I got some questions, and then they start putting the brakes on him. And then uh, he, he comes across Jeffrey Wright, who, yeah. who is in the same kind of situation that Denzel's in, but much worse. Much like, he's farther down so the line. Yeah. Oh, really? When, they like, first, Denzel, when he first saw him, like Denzel won, he was giving a speech, yeah. and uh, he, he met, met him outside, outside yeah, yeah. and he's like scratching his book and like... Quick ticking with his head. He's really he's good, like, man. He's phenomenal in uh, he's Westworld. Really yeah, really, really, I never really saw Westworld. Uh, but the whole mind control thing, because you realize that, and we could, we don't, we could ruin it. I mean, it's uh, uh it's an old movie, so it's. Uh, yeah, I'm get, sure just, a lot of people have seen it. Just do it. Yeah, pick it up from there. Because Meryl Streep in the old version, it was Frank Sinatra playing Denzel's uh, role, yep. and Angela yeah. Lansbury, yeah. Murder yeah. She Wrote, really was playing evil awesome. as shit, evil as shit, and nailed really? it. Nailed it. Really wow. nailed it. And uh, Meryl Streep's playing that character in the new one. And you realize that her son, who's this main politician that they're going to be pushing to be the the next like future president and everything. Lee Shiver. I like him too. Is under mind control. Like they are opening up his head and doing shit to yeah. him. Oh, shit. And they have key words that they say to uh, make him react a certain way. Uh-huh. And so you realize uh, when they go back and they show all those soldiers – at that one place being they all have like bandages on their head and you realize that these guys have just had implants done and they're they're making them kill other soldiers right in front of them to show how much mind control they're really under and everything and it's creepy man yeah and at one point he just he gets out remember he gets out and he realizes they're like on a fucking island and he can't get off oh fuck Uh, so the backstory from of how they did this to him was really really phenomenal and but it was like he was gonna kill him oh yeah it was it was really really phenomenal because they're they're basically just they're using him to be an assassin. Uh, they're kind of yeah. uh, they're using mind control to make these kind of uh, assassins that won't uh, disobey and that will do exactly what the yeah. exactly <laughs> what the agenda is. I've always been intrigued by that kind of stuff. Uh, you like, would love it, like Post, MK Ultra. You, and the funny stuff. thing is, is, I never really believed much of that stuff, mm-hmm. and I went in, in Massachusetts and saw is he was supposed to be a really top notch hit. Tis, hypnotist, yeah, and hypnotized a, a few people, and then one that I know that I knew, and I knew would never go in front of a crowd of people and do. Anything. Yeah, 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 right. Some people are susceptible to that. I, could, I don't that's, think that's I what can they say. Be, but yeah, I, I wouldn't even put myself in that situation. Yeah, that's the only reason I don't think. Yeah, I, would be I, I don't want to be on the stage barking like a dog yeah. and shit like that. So yeah. that doesn't uh, really interest me. Tell everybody in the audience your deepest darkest secret. Yeah, I know. They <laughs> 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 don't think so. <laughs> I killed three people. God damn it! Why am I in handcuffs? <laughs> but, but this movie in particular was a good example of how they they took that original concept and they made it better with technology you know because when they did this in the 60s it, it was it was basically like uh, uh, hypnotic suggestion and everything and this version of it they were implanting shit yeah. in his head and when yeah. you first saw uh, like they would introduce it as Lee Shooter would just see this bright white light yeah and then he would go into this like 
he he was he's still awake, but he's not. Yeah, he's like a drone. So they walk almost. him like through his hotel room. They had cut a hole in this to lead him to another hotel yep. room where they had the lab set up. Yeah, and it looked like something right out of Project Threshold. You walked in and the doctor's standing there with the yep. with the garments on, and yeah. they drill a hole in the side of his head to oh, readjust yep. the. They readjust whatever needs to be readjusted, oh, and then God. they then they activate a tiny him little hole like right yeah. under the scalp. But there's oh. a weird like incestuous type of thing going yeah. on with uh, with his, his mother, mother who, who is Meryl Streep and everything. Where they show there was him, in the they show him like too. washing him and everything. But there was. Was that like, in the first one? It too. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't completely deliberate. Like what the, the they don't show each other kissing or anything like that. But you could tell that they She's getting a little friendly. <laughs> They're getting a little friendly with each other uh, and everything. Well, and she he for her to manipulate her own son though. I mean, yeah, this she, is, she loved, was she evil, was just man. power hungry. Yeah. She loved being the senator's wife in power. And, and when you can put uh, Meryl Streep in that type of role, I mean, she really she flourishes big time. So uh, yeah, this was one of those movies that I definitely you, you may not like the the original because it's. It's a little softer than the uh, than that. Uh, Watch that it remake. first. Maybe. Watch I, the original. I, first. I would recommend for most people, unless I knew they liked old movies, older movies, yeah. to to watch the original. But if you're not, if I could tell, if I was going to tell Justin to watch one, certainly I would say you watch, the yeah. watch the Denzel No, I wouldn't <laughs> tell that. No, the but the uh, the remake, they sure as shit would. Yeah, that's a really great one. Now for my number five, Unleashed. Unleashed. 2005. I loved Unleashed, man. This was one of those. uh, This was one of those rogue. Remember the production company Rogue uh, Productions, and it was one of their first movies that they did. Oh, really? And I saw it in the theater, and it was one of those. It just had such a weird, weird premise. We might have. I I definitely. The funny thing is, is that's not my like. at first glance, you would think it'd be like a blood sport slash right. yeah. type yeah. of movie. Well, I don't know. I had an awesome trailer. I watched it the other day just to refresh myself, and I own it. I've seen it uh, probably ten times, but I watched the trailer the other day. The trailer was done so well that it like choked me up in it. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. My girl's like, what's wrong with you? And I, she just uh, – my girl has no concept for how you could – uh, that simply a trailer or music can bring about emotions. Oh yeah, on you. And I was like, it really can do. I said, it's really, really. <laughs> That's the only uh, thing. That yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Other than that, all you get is anger. <laughs> so for those who don't know what Unleashed is, Unleashed is such a crazy concept for a movie. You've got the great Jet Li Bob and Bob Hoskins yep. and Carrie Condon, who's really great. She was awesome in uh, Rome. And uh, so what? What you got going on here is Bob Hoskins kidnapped this child when he was really young, and uh, they had that great line in it when they were like, "How did you turn a man into a dog?" And he was like, "You got to get him really young." Yeah. <laughs> he was evil as shit in this. Yeah. He usually oh, yeah, plays yeah. really nice or sweet. Sometimes yeah. he'll play a bad guy, and he was like really bad in this. Uh, and so what happens is he, he kidnaps this kid when he was young, and he raises him, and he has this collar on his neck, and he's conditioned them to be very obedient, like a dog. And he will, uh, and Bob Hoskins, a mobster, and Jet Li's obviously got Jet Li skills. Yeah. And uh, what he does. too shabby. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so what he does is he brings them to like these meetings with other gangsters and everything. And if Bob Hoskins takes off this metal collar that Jet Li wears around his neck, he goes crazy and he'll kill everyone in the room. Yeah. With his bare hands. It's almost like like, he's unleashed. (laughs) Damn. Now it all makes sense to me. (laughs) I need to go back and rewatch it. Uh, and it, it, it's really phenomenal, and it's uh, the trailer is what sold me on it when I went and saw it. So uh, 
it, it's got a great story kind of within that too because just that alone is a great concept right yeah but then there's that, a lot that more concept humanity. there's a lot more humanity well, in this movie than yeah i mean that concept appearance. you could have went through the whole thing and just shown that but basically they only show him do that like once or twice at the beginning of the movie to establish that this is what he can do right because shortly after that he gets uh he gets like kicked out of a window and then he ends up coming oh, was across there a car accident? Was it a car accident and he got away? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it was a car accident and he got away. Because I don't know I remember why at I some point he does go out a window and I thought that's what kind of he got lost. But at some point he gets away and then he ends up stumbling across uh, Morgan Freeman. I was going to say, we've blind. got Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of a minor character. He is. But yeah, he's he, blind he's too, right? He's blind. He's a blind like piano uh, player. Uh, tunes Our pianos. Piano. He tu- tunes pianos. Remember, he brings his stuff in there and he does it. So he stumbles across uh, Morgan Freeman and Carrie Condon, who is one of the first things I saw her in. She's really, really amazing in this movie. And basically, they have to kind of bring him out of his shell, not knowing what's wrong with him. They, they Every once in a while, they'll try to touch his collar and he <laughs> kind of backs up and everything. And they get to the idea that, okay, well, let's let him just you know keep, his, keep his collar on there. Uh, no. <laughs> What, what's your favorite part? <laughs> he eats the ice cream. Oh, he eats the ice cream. Yeah. yeah, well, that was like a lot of the many things that they're they're trying to, him to get. They're, he's wearing new clothes. Yeah. He's like smiling now. Yeah. They're really breaking him down and breaking him out of his shell, and he's never been kind of loved or cared for by anyone. He's literally lived in a cage and been thrown. I think they actually feed him like dog food. Through the they like throw the, dog yeah. food mm-hmm. at him, and they kind of uh, will uh, just berate him and uh, treat him like this... Uh, mongrel dog and uh then at one point they've actually remember carrie condon says she's like you've gone this far you look different you act different and everything don't you think it's about time we uh we take off that one last thing and uh uh takes his collar off and he's able to kind of suppress it and everything so Mm. he's you're real happy for him you're like oh man this guy has been like treated horribly his whole life and now he's got this whole thing and but during this whole thing (laughs) bob hoskins looking for him man he's spent a lot of time and money on on his kind of bodyguard dog that he has and he uses them in like uh like almost how you would use a dog in a dog fight right you know he puts them in the ring with people and they he just goes nuts and uh goes crazy on them too and uh it's got so many great scenes in it. So much great action movie. You seen this in the theater? I I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it on DVD years and years ago, and yeah. I remember it being freaking awesome. You're but, a Jet Li fan, anyways, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. I, I the what hero was, was going to be on my list. Uh, Jet Li's done a lot of uh, of. He did a lot of foreign films. Yeah, he did a lot of foreign. Oh yeah, films. absolutely. Like major yeah. foreign yeah. stars. No, did, His um, big breakthrough, probably. I'm trying to think what oh, Jet Li's weapon. Oh, Lethal Weapon yeah, 4. He, yeah, Lethal man, Weapon 4 he, he was when he... disarmed that gun in Lethal Weapon, yep. and I was instantly a fan yeah. of his. Like, <laughs> that, is, that is for sure his American kind yeah. of uh, breakthrough. Um, but there. he did Hero. Hero, yeah. Um, and then there was another one, and it was very similar to Hero, but I, I can't think of the name of it right now, and it was incredible. Yeah, he's really good. He's... he's uh, there's a lot to him as an actor other than his uh, skills as a fighter. Oh, yeah. He can reach some serious emotional levels and everything. And I, I don't. We, haven't, we still haven't even seen him do kind of his best stuff. And like a lot of those uh, uh, Asian fighting actors and everything, they'll eventually do some uh, some stuff. I remember Chow Young-Fat uh, started doing more and more kind Crouching of stuff. Tiger. Uh, Crouching Tiger. Yeah, that one almost got on the The Corrupter, list. man. The Corrupter I loved with Chow Young-Fat and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Really, really fantastic oh, yeah. movie back yeah. there. He's uh, a good actor. Fearless yeah. was the other Fearless, one they that's did. another that one. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. And that, I think that was like kind of based on a true story. It might have been. I yeah. don't know. Like, uh, 
but Unleashed, man, it just had so many great action sequences. You got to see Bob Hoskins just play this character. I mean, he's like Smee from Hook, man, you know? Yeah, stop me, Smee. Stop me, Smee. <laughs> uh, and like Shattered and a lot of those other uh, movies we've seen him in. Or even like uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I know, uh, right? To go back to their uh, animation yeah. pod. I mean, he was so that guy and this he was just and it must be fun as an actor to come in and play that type of evil character oh yeah it would bring it back to go ahead oh right i was on. just gonna say i can't remember which accent did he use his real or did he have like the no he used his he grab- used an american accent yeah i'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure He's, when he does that too yeah. he has the ability He's to got really that, like being like, yeah yeah he know, uses a very kind of grumbly kind of grumbly, voice yeah, yeah. And uh, it was funny. Dave was over the house the other day, and we were. Uh, I was gonna put. Hatch- I was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna put Hatchet in to bring us to a Bob Hoskins movie. I was gonna okay. put Hatchet in, and I pushed play, and it started playing, and I, I was like, whoa, that's not, that's not Hatchet. Like, <laughs> oh. I jumped up like it was porn or <laughs> it's something like, on the TV. <laughs> but I caught him watching something oh, he shouldn't yeah. have been watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Super Mario Super Brothers. Mario oh, Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> With John Leguizamo. King Copa yeah. was had the flamethrower. <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, oh, my girl must have put that in. Yeah. Like, oh, where did this came from? <laughs> yeah. God damn, it was got my, funny, it's but not mine. DVD repaired in the company. Oh man, and Hoskins hated that movie. If you ever, if you ever John done Lug- some, uh, there's a bunch of great stories. Really John fun Lug- stories about that. Tells about that. He was him and Bob Hoskins were drunk through the whole thing because I could not stand the no script shit. or the, script, the directors. The script changed. They switched directors. Finally, the the producers fired the director or he quit. One or the other. And then they just finished the movie. Yeah. The producers did. John really? Leguizamo said it was the worst movie he's ever. All three of them like. Uh, What's his name? Uh, who's the bad Dennis guy? Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. John That's Leguizamo. Right. I forgot about Bob, him being King Koopa. See, I thought it was. I watched it in the theater, it's, but I knew I, it, I knew it was going to be bad. I mean, it was yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. cheesy it was, things. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was. I mean, how the hell are you going to make a movie about? When it came how do you, out? Go ahead. No, I, I was too. I was probably too old to right. be enjoying it as much as you. You, I understand. It was because, like perfect. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah. See, oh, yeah. and we even said that probably to the people that were younger than us. Yeah, they loved it. That probably yeah. they thought it was great, but it was obviously not. I don't think people, it was fun for them to be on set. No, which probably Bob made Hoskins it worse. says he didn't even know that it was a video game. His kids saw. It. His <laughs> kids saw that he was doing it, and he was like, "You know what that is, right?" And so he found <laughs> out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, uh, that was another one that just shows uh, Bob Hoskins' kind of range of kind of kids movies he did a lot of kids movies you forget how many with roger rabbit and yeah. with hawk and I, hawk. I think that's part of the reason that i like him so much is yeah. because i grew up with him yeah. you know and then to see him do unleashed you're like wait a minute this guy has hell? no you know? redeeming qualities oh yeah no. you knew at he the beginning the villain's part yeah yeah, yeah, he could have. He could have. Absolutely, because this was someone at the very beginning they established that you want to see this guy get killed. Right. And you want him to see him get killed by Jet Li. Yeah. <laughs> Is <laughs> it wrong? Quickly. Yeah. Did I pull for the villains? Is that yeah. wrong? <laughs> and I had Unleashed had that so great scene at Jet the Lee. end. <laughs> had that great scene at the end, which was in that fighting ring and everything, and everyone's around there, and they're betting on him and everything, and you know he doesn't want this. He wants that real life that he got to experience even as brief as it was because that's one of those things you know it's hard to uh what's the uh what's the line it's hard to keep somebody down once they've seen paradise you yeah. know you know absolutely uh, you can't <laughs> that's, expose that's it's why, like it, that's why kim jong-un is so scared yeah, <laughs> yeah. No he shit. get a glimpse of the real world or the people that are under him you know yeah. i mean a well, lot that's of what i'm people, saying the people that are under him get a glimpse of the or real and world. his father you know they grew up with that they don't realize how oppressed they are right. until they that's why he 
he bans the internet and mm-hmm. the, all that over there. They second they find out, they'll revolt and they'll take over. But. I saw a story the other day where people line up on the other bank and they know that the water flows to North Korea, so they fill water bottles, empty water bottles, full of rice with flash drives with like TV shows and stuff like that. Jesus. And news from That's around the world. You know the funny wow. thing. The the and I don't want to. This is getting political real quick. But it, <laughs> last time we but, promised. All right. In North Korea, like if you get caught stealing, mm-hmm. they put your parents. Yeah. And if you had kids, they'd put them. Everybody goes to jail. That's terrible. Yeah. So That's you, they, they, it's like I would do this because I don't mind going to jail, but my no, whole it's, entire family. It's goes obey to jail. or die. You know. Yeah. That's what it is. So unleashed, yeah. <laughs> so, so North Korea, unleashed. <laughs> unleashed was a fabulous movie. I de- definitely recommend it to everybody. Yeah, I need to see it again. Yeah, it's really good. All right, Justin, what do you got there for your number four? All right, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, has a special set of skills. oh, he's got a special set of skills, does he? <laughs> Taken. The first Taken I liked. Yeah. I liked the first Taken. Yeah. Uh, the the subsequent ones. Two and three, yeah. no. They, no. They're recapturing that same thing. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. After a while, because they were after his wife in the second one. I never I saw even, anything beyond one. I saw the second oh, one. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say you never saw one. I was going to be No, I never saw anything beyond one. Yeah. It's, it's, I like it's, Liam. Does he play Darkman? Is he Darkman? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, he's Oscar Schindler, man. Uh, he's yeah. done a lot of movies. movie stuff. you can't watch too many times. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I remember the first time I saw him was in Krull. Krull was yep. super, super mm-hmm. young. Wow. Yeah, mullet, didn't, didn't he? he was yeah. in that. Yeah. Him and Robbie mullet. Coltrane. Yep. Wow. It was crazy. He was one of the thieves. You know, it's interesting to me about the Taken franchise. And Is how... there three or there's, there's four? There's three. Three, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope there's not four. No, I don't think uh, Who else is left? Yeah. <laughs> the stepdad? Like, yeah. you know, my like... second cousin twice removed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He took, I kind of got He some... took my spot in line. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's interesting. I Ever since Taken... Every movie that Liam Neeson has done yeah. since then has basically just been the same character it's from true. Taken in another plot line. Like he really and, has gotten pigeonholed because of and, that. Role. I mean, I, it happens. Yeah, and I mean, he's making money on it. You know, do your and thing. I'm not hating on I him, mean, but, but no one wants to see that anymore. He no, needs to play a different I, I, character. I, I, I imagine, I imagine actors just like to surf for a little while. Yeah, like I'll take these like. Nobody wants to do the Daniel Day Lewis every yeah. time where you well, pour yeah, yourself and, into and a role to where you just. I had heard one actor, and I'm not sure who it was, that they had said that every time they get a phone call that they want somebody for the role, they in their mind they were like, "What did they last see me in?" Because that's chances are that's what they want me to do. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it, why don't you tell <laughs> us a little bit about Taken? So Taken um, is basically just about a man and his family. He's got a daughter, an ex-wife, and the ex-wife is remarried, and his daughter is. Used to being taken because she was the the Jack Bowers' daughter in Twenty Four. Oh, really? Yep. Elisa Cuthbert, I think it yep. is. Kuzberg. And then his wife. Kuzberg. Yeah, and his wife was uh, uh, Phoenix. Yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jean what's her Grey. name uh, from the the Dutch actress? Uh, Fumke Janssen. Fumke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's great. I yeah, love she's her. She was a good Bond villain. Oh, uh, on a top. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> she like crushed, crushed people with her thighs. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. All right, anyways, go ahead and tell us uh, Yeah, so uh, basically, Liam Neeson used to be in the CIA, and he doesn't really tell anybody about that. It's later on revealed. Um, and his daughter wants to take a trip to Paris with her friends so that they can have like an educational vacation, mm-hmm. you know, over the summer. Um, and he regrettingly finally comes to say yes. And, you know, because he's been all over the world, he's seen what the real world is like and the atrocities that go on. Oh, yeah. 
he's very wary of just foreigners being like, in other countries. You know, Americans in foreign countries exactly are targets. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. You look at Mexico. I mean, yeah. You got to be an idiot to go there now. So, you know, he tries to be a good dad and just say, like, you know, I need you to check in with me and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know. And so he lets her go. And they land at the airport. They meet this guy. I think his name is Luke or Mark or Mark Luke or something like that. And he asks them if they want to share a cab. So they say yes. He, you know, they get to their destination and he invites them to a party later on. And then he drives away. And he calls somebody and gives them the address and tells them where they're staying. So she hasn't checked in with Liam Neeson, excuse me, <clears throat> for a little while. So he finally calls her and he's like, you were supposed to check in. Where have you been? I've been worried. And she's in the bathroom talking to him because the other girl's jamming to music and going crazy and stuff. And she's on the phone with her dad. And all of a sudden, these three guys break into the house. And she's like, oh, my God, there's someone in the apartment. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know. Convenient he's on the phone, but it works. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it, and you have that line, you're, you're going to get taken. Like, he tells, yeah, her, exactly. he tells her what's going to happen. Well, that right? was that was the famous thing with him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, he's like, listen to me very carefully. He said, you know, they're going to take you. Well, he waits until she's under the bed. And he said, listen to me very carefully. The next thing that's going to happen is they're going to take you. And when they do, I need you to shout out as many details as you possibly can. And the first time I you know, saw that movie, I could hear her screaming. I couldn't make out any of the details, yeah, yeah. you know. He's got a trained ear. Well, he's got his crew from of, you know, mercenaries that they're, you know, basically bodyguards now. I haven't seen this first one so long. I'll have to oh rewatch God, it, too. So I remember really well, liking you, the first yeah. come out. Like, early in the 2000s, It was like 2002 right? or yeah, something yeah. like that. I really liked um, the original. But yeah. then I was really disappointed at how they just basically copied the first yeah, one. Yeah, no, and that's all it was. They yeah. just did the same movie. Yeah. It, with his wife. With his wife. Yeah, made know. money. Um, and so, so... They do take her, and she drops the cell phone, and this is when you yeah, know yeah, yeah. he the the kidnapper picks up, and he doesn't say anything, and and Liam Neeson says, "I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you want, but I don't have cash. But what I do have is a special set of skills, <laughs> yeah. skills that I've honed over years yeah. of hunting people like you." He's like, "I will find you, and I will kill you." You know, and <laughs> this was the fir- one of the first times that Liam played this type of character, yeah, and, too, and and. and I think that was why it was such a big yeah, hit. Like, it, it was. I, I don't know that I could see anybody else playing that role. Oh, I could see a lot of people playing it, but I think his I, age right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, But was if you if you went maybe to, Bruce Willis or something. Yeah, you could do no. Bruce Willis. You could do Pierce Brosnan. I think there's a lot Pierce of different. Brosnan, uh, I, I think a lot of those. As long as you're like, but it's got to be that age. Yeah, range, that age. Know? That age range. Is, What's his is name? Definitely uh, Captain America couldn't pull that. No, off. No, no, no. Chris Evans couldn't pull it off. Yeah. So basically, so then his daughter's taken. And her stepfather, who's extremely wealthy, has a private plane. So he gets, you know. How convenient. I know, right? So he's like, you know, he's like, what can I do? And he's like, you have a private jet, but, you know, I need to get to Paris. So basically they tell him you have. She was in Paris? She was in Paris when they kidnapped her. I I Um, love movies that are set in Paris for some reason. You like Paris. Or just Europe in general? Europe in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Europe in general. Yeah. So he hops the plane, he gets to Paris, and they they basically tell him, look, you have 72 hours, and after 72 hours, your daughter will be gone, you know. Um, So, you know, it takes him like 16 hours to get to Paris, so he's already in. He gets to the airport, and he, uh, oh, and that's right, he had the recording, and he had the voice of the guy after he told him he was going to kill him. He said, good luck, you know, and that's all he had. Um, And he found a picture of Luke on her cell phone. Uh And so he gets to the airport, 
sees him, tries to like beat the shit out of him in a cab, and he gets away, runs to the interstate, boom, gets hit by a truck, you know? So this whole movie is Liam Neeson just beating the shit out of the next guy and the yeah, next yeah, guy yeah. and the next guy, you know, and having to rescue his daughter. And I mean... That I end sequence, man, when he busts through that door. Uh, yeah. Scatter, man. It's, it's really intense. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, please chime no, in. Tell me it, more about it. I don't it, want to have to go through the whole thing. No, no, you know no. It. it was a really fabulous uh, movie. And like I said, uh, that... I there's a lot of those movies too, you know, where they uh, they strike gold with that idea, and then they kind of uh, they burn their own bridges by the third or fourth film when they do yeah. that. I have one of them on here that I love. It's, it's my actually my top film on here where the first one was incredible, but then it just kind of got old after a while, yeah. man. And you just you're sick of seeing that. Yeah. And like you said, he was pigeonholed eventually uh, into that. I, I've to seen, the point where you don't want to see Liam Neeson play an assassin anymore. No, no. no. I've, I've seen the same character on a plane. Yeah. On a train. Next Green Eggs on and a him. Crane, you know? I mean, as like, a producer, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to capture that. Uh, that uh, Everybody wants a successful franchise. Yeah. You, you can work. If you can prove to someone, hey, if you, this is 30% return. We yeah. spend the, the 100 million will, when we make 130. Well, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, when I see one of those movies that I know like, oh, I've already seen this yeah, movie yeah, three yeah. times, there's still a part of me that's like, but I like that character he yeah. plays and I'll watch it. Now the problem is... They're counting is, on that. Well, and, and, and sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Yeah. The problem is, is now the more and more that he's making... He's getting older and yeah. he's getting slower, yeah. and so you can see the stuntmen coming in for him. And that's you can, the problem you know, with the Bond movies, you know. That's the problem I have with the, that's the problem I had with Twenty Four, the TV show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Jack was it's getting like, too old, and that concept. And it's like how how many more crazy things yeah. can he? He's already cut a guy's head off and brought it to somebody in a bowling ball yeah. bag. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> what else can you do that's right. going to shock me? Yeah. yeah, but I, I mean, Taken was just, I, I, it was a smash at the oh, box yeah, yeah, yeah. office. It was know? huge. And everybody was talking yeah, about it. Yeah, people parodying it afterwards. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, yeah, 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 even he was on SNL doing it. Yep, on SNL. It was funny. I've seen him on Family Guy I Family Guy, Family Guy, definitely. It was good. I definitely recommend seeing the first one. How about you, Dave? What do you got for number four? Number four. I'm going to go back to Denzel Washington. Nice. <laughs> He's a Denzel Training fan. day. Uh, oh. We saw this in the theater and it blew our friggin' minds. King oh. Kong. He, he got shit on, on me. me. And I love the way it's filmed. It's if you LA it, and it's gritty it and yellowish. It's and one of those easy. movies that if you don't know going in there the whole story, which we're going to kind of ruin that now for you. But uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he won the Oscar for it. I'm assuming yeah. everyone uh, has seen guys. this movie too. But it was one of those movies that... Uh, you're you're in it with uh, Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. You know you're you're mm-hmm. kind of with him through this whole thing and figuring it out when he figures it out. Which for me as a moviegoer, I really appreciate that. I want to be able to follow that one character that is on the level with the viewer. Yep. Right. And it's yeah. one day. It's one day. Yeah, exactly. The whole movie is literally. Yep. Tw- so give us a, give us the premise. Such so movie. Um, Ethan Hawke's character. He's a. He's, I'm gonna want to watch this again. Yeah. No, I, I want to now. He's, yeah. been, he's been a cop, not for too long. But yeah. he was a beat cop, or yeah. drove in a yeah. patrol car. He wanted to be a detective, yeah. so he was told that he should go work as a narc first right. to kind of get some street cred. So he gets an interview to get on, and the guy brings him out. He's got you got one day to prove to me, you know, you're worthy to be on my narc team. Mm-hmm. And, and Denzel played and Denzel has not really played this level of a character. Before. Yeah, no, he was so good, and it, it was you loved him at points and you hated him at points. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, so he has one day, and like right off the bat, he just like he when he meets him in the diner, and he's like, 
trying to read his paper. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he just keeps interrupting him because yep. he's nervous. Right. Yeah. Ethan Hawk's just like he's like, get something to eat. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, well, tell me a story. Yeah. <laughs> and then he so, but he gets intense right from the beginning. But then he they do a patrol stop. They take some drugs. He makes him smoke the makes drugs. Makes the smoke yeah. drugs. PCP. Yeah. And or Angel yeah. Dust. Yeah. Angel he's Dust. Like, I didn't know you like to get wet, though. Oh, yeah. man. That mean? was a great scene, too, yeah. man. And he's, they filmed it great. Like, yeah. He's the, the, moving his head, and it's trailing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like it when they do that. They don't go over the top. Right. They yeah, just, you're not melting I've down. I've never done it in any hallucinogen, but I can imagine that it's probably along the lines They get of it right sometimes. <laughs> they get it right they sometimes. They get it right sometimes. <laughs> so the, what was great is this movie is too, at, at some point you realize how planned this was by uh, by Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. Every single thing Every they single did. Every single thing they did. Like when he goes and visits Scott Glenn. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Scott Glenn was amazing in this uh, movie and everything. So why don't you tell us a little bit about when the movie kind of does its turn. So... They go up to they they go up to some of his boys, the Spanish guy, the Mexican guy, is the one yeah. that was the kingpin from uh, um, Breaking Bad. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That was man, that intense scene. The one, the guy that looked like Bob in there, yeah. who's actually like uh, he's like. Now was this scene, was that scene after they killed Scott Glenn? Uh no, yes. I think I think yes, they introduced was. him before that though, didn't they? They did yeah, introduce they, him before. They came but... by his place, you know, and but they then didn't they met. They didn't they kill met... him then. No, no, they didn't kill they him came then. By, and they then came by, and they came by later. And to they rob came him. by to rob him, and then the guy got sh- like they faked him shooting back at him. So one of the guys, the guy right. who played Redfoot from uh, yeah. Usual Suspects, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he was good in it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dr. Dre was right in it, right? Is that Dr. Dre was one of the people on the crew? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, so so they rob him and because he has to pay off. You find out that he owes. Well, money. you find out before that when he went with Tom Burge. Was it Tom? Uh, not Tom. Oh, when he meets with the captain. <laughs> Tom. Um, Tom. We always do that. Beringer. Beringer. Yeah, we always do that. Beringer was in this. I yeah, totally yeah. forgot about Beringer. He yeah. has to go. Remember the guy told the story about the, the peanut butter and his ass crack. Getting, oh yeah, getting yeah, before yeah, the judge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. To get the insanity. Plea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he meets with the captains, and they basically are there to give him like the, the we're giving you the, the okay to, to go go kill this guy. Like yeah. we know it, we're giving you the okay because he killed better. some because Denzel Washington's character killed somebody and he killed a Russian, a Russian monster's son or something like that in, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, over a weekend, yeah. they didn't go into it at all. Yeah, you just knew that that was they had put a hit out on him. Right, he had to come up with a million dollars so by the morning after. Yeah, so Ethan Hawke wasn't okay with them killing him and taking the money and everything and he was going to go to IA and tell them what was yeah. going on. Was this the money in the floor? Yeah. That they had yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Um so he says okay, well we got to go make a stop real quick and that's when he takes him up into the projects and that's he's like don't ever yeah. come in here without me. Yeah. yeah. You well know? then he visits his, his girlfriend girl, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's su- uh super hot. What's her name? Oh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was damn, I can't remember her name. Yeah, I know who it is. Though. Yeah. She's a famous. Yeah. yeah. So pretty person. eventually <laughs> eventually he takes him to the three guys' house. That was probably this is the what most I was gonna intense say. scene in the movie, man. When they're dragging him through the house into the when bathtub. He, yeah. Ooh. And it was a twisted coincidence that he had yeah. just kept that girl's wallet. Yeah. Remember the yep. fight he broke up with the crackheads yep. earlier? They were yep. trying to rape that fourteen year old schoolgirl yep. just happened to be one of their nieces. And her wallet or fell out of his wallet. pocket. And at first they were ripped. They were yeah, well, yeah, they, yeah. Had the, they had the they had the they had the shotgun to his face and they had the thing pulled back and yep. he's like i want to see i want to see yeah it was real creepy like you would think yeah yeah, yeah. and it was very like you were on the edge of people your seat. too yeah. yeah 
And and oh god, you thought there was no way he was going to live through but this. But one of the worst. You didn't lines. realize he was going to remember. The, but the scene at the table when they're all when he finally realizes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh well, no, I was just going to say when you know they're playing cards or whatever, and the the one guy who's in a bunch of other movies, and I love Breaking his character. Bad. Breaking this. Bad. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tip, oh, you go ahead. Yeah, well, and he's like. You ever get your shit pushed <laughs> in? And he's like, I had my shit mm, pushed in. And like this face and everything he makes, I'm like, oh my God, I think he really did. Like, oh. <laughs> that, that main guy, though, that, that main Mexican guy, guy, who's not Mexican at, at not, all in real really. life. No, no, he's the one who played the guy in uh, the, he was the Oasis guy in yep. uh, Bringing Out the Dead. And he was in Whale Rider. He plays a lot of characters where yeah. he looks completely different. And yeah, he plays, he plays like, he the, plays like he three or four different ethnicities. One, he was oh, yeah, jacked. he was Jack. Yeah, he played like the head of the Secret Service in, I think, maybe that Gerard Butler movie. Oh, maybe. I yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Full uh, circle. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Delivery. Yeah, but yeah, this comes all the way down to that big scene at the end where Denzel's in the street, man, and yeah. he does his great Oscar-winning kind of uh, dialogue and yep. everything, and uh, they realize shut that, me in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> you realize that the entire like city is not kind of with Denzel, who he kind of used his aggression and his uh, uh, kind of mean streak to get him as far as he could go. Yeah. And that it wasn't going to go any further, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just amazing how it unfolded. You well, know, when the first time you watched this and you were like, oh, yeah. oh my God, this is what's going on and then this is going on, they just took you for a loop every single time. Yeah, right? well, and, and you know, and he's, uh, Ethan Hawke has the gun on him and he's like, yep. you want to go to jail or you want to go home? Yep. You know, he's like, I want to go home, Jakey. What do I got to do to go home? He yep. said, you got to leave that money. He said, I can't do that. Yeah. You know, and that's when he shoots him in the ass, and then he's yeah. sitting at that fucking. God, he shot him in the ass. Yeah, shot him in my ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot Snoop Dogg was on this too. That, yeah, he yeah. was. Can you uh, imagine hanging backstage with Snoop Dogg and uh, and Doctor Dre? Dre? <laughs> Man, I wouldn't remember it. <laughs> but you know, then he finally, you know, he's trying to figure out what he's going to do, and he's sitting there at the stoplight, and the black SUV pulls up next to him, and he's being real cautious, you know. Yeah. And he looks over, and it's just a blonde lady sparking up a cigarette. And then all of a sudden, I think a Hummer comes up in front mm-hmm. of him. She takes off. He can't go anywhere. And the Russians just lay into that oh, car. Man. And that car was beautiful, too. Oh, the, <laughs> <you know. laughs> He's like, we going to the office? Yeah. This is the office. Yeah. <laughs> and he flips the switch and the hydraulics come up on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they, this spawned a, uh, the TV series, uh, which didn't last long because Bill Paxton was in it. He died oh, during wow. it. Yeah. So it, and they had he always the, ruined everything like they that. They switched the roles. It was like uh, the the one of the the women was uh, uh, the the actress, and it was kind of the bad person huh. in the uh, in the TV show. But I had huh. never even seen it. But uh, the movie was phenomenal. But yeah, so many twists and turns throughout that movie, and like like you said, it's one day. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's breakfast in the morning to like midnight because yeah. that's what he had was till midnight yeah. to give them their money. You know, like and we didn't expect of going into it that. Uh, this would have been an Oscar-winning role. If I was even yeah, right. <laughs> You know, did you think that Denzel, when we were watching it, do you think Denzel would win the acting Oscar for this? I mean, I mean when you look back get, at he it, almost he's gets really good. Every, everything he does, he almost draws he put, attention. I mean, yeah. he's he's one of those... I would... Like, if this was up to 2000 now, 18, I probably would have had... Um, American Gangster on here. Yeah. Even though it's... Even in Glory. Quite an you know, when, when yeah. he was in Glory, Glory he was he phenomenal. Was, oh, my God. Man. I mean, he should have won the Oscar a lot before before training day, really. Yeah, no, he should have And that might have gone Glory. a lot into man it, too, you know. Man on Fire was good, too. Man on Fire was oh, another so great good. one, man. Crazy really good bear. one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love friggin' uh, training day. Definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, it'll throw you for a loop, for sure. So my number four 
This was based off a uh, short-lived TV series, which is one of the most loved television series in all of pop culture. Smurfs. Uh, Yes. Damn. (laughs) Steal my thunder, man. Trying to say Smurfs, not action. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen them run. (laughs) Gargamel's chasing you, man. Anyways, this is uh, Serenity. 2005, based on Firefly, the series, which was uh, canceled, should before not have been canceled before its time, and huh. it has a huge following. I love Firefly. Have you heard, seen Never Serenity heard or Firefly? Either. Never heard of My either. God, the one, so the one lady that played the courtesan, yeah, she went on, she went on to they Homeland, all, they all she went, went on to Gotham. Hmm. She's they all went on to do stuff. stuff. Uh, Nathan Fillion is the main guy. <laughs> Uh, and he's done the, he's a TV series. I can't he remember does the TV series he it's does. It's not Bones, but no, it's kind of like that's so that. weird. I told my girl. Bones is the guy from Angel. It's so weird. Earlier, and I told my uh, girl, I was like, you've seen Nathan Fillion. He's got a TV show. I said, and it's not Bones, but it's something else. So it's weird I use that same exact thing. <laughs> and he was he's like a detective, but he's also a writer. I can't remember what the hell the name of it is. Castle. That's Castle. what it is. Yeah. And uh, he's all, and so you've got Nathan Fillion. You've got Alan Tudyk, who is uh, Dalen Tucker. Uh, oh yes, uh, yes. Death at a funeral. Yeah, death at a funeral. It was so <laughs> funny. Uh, naked through the whole. But you got Adam Baldwin, who I love, Animal Mother from Animal uh, Mother, and uh, the guy. He was also my, in bodyguard. my bodyguard. I loved him in My Bodyguard. Uh, so he was phenomenal in this. So it's it's you should definitely of anything you have not seen, you mm. need to watch Serenity. And they've done this in a clever way where you don't have to see Firefly ahead of time, but it uh, it helps establish the characters if you do. You don't have see to. It. You don't. You would have. You would enjoy it. They do. This is job. Joss Whedon, right before he did Avengers man and they showed his chops with this and it was uh, the guy from 12 Years a Slave is the bad guy in it oh nice uh, the black guy he's really really good in this movie so the premise of this is you've got it's in the future it's like it's like 20 2517 uh, or, or something like that it's very in the future and you've got kind of the different class systems and everything and if you're not in like the society uh, you're in the outskirts and everything they look like they have more fun on the outskirts anyways yeah well <laughs> so the I guess the uh, the the army that was taking place at this time kind of lost, and uh, this ragtag group of uh, uh, people decided to just become uh, thieves and not they're kind like of smugglers. They're like things. smugglers and thieves uh, and everything, and they they have their own ship and they're going around and they're uh, kind of just stealing things. But there's there's these reavers, which is the kind of the they're the psychotic cannibals that are running on the outskirts of town, and they will find you, and they will uh, they will rape you for like three or four days. They will kill you, and then no. they will eat you. Jesus. And everyone's scared That's shitless the of them. <laughs> That's everyone's in it. They've established it earlier on how scared people are. Like they all tell each other, "If I get caught, you shoot me in the head. Right. You shoot That's me in the exactly head." What I was just and thinking. you do not let them take me and everything. And it's got an amazing scene at the beginning where they show them uh, robbing this place. And w- what you don't realize is uh, they really establish it in Firefly. And Serenity is the name of the ship. Firefly was the series, and then they oh, they okay. gave them one movie to do it. And I wish they had done more. And they're still they're all still willing to come back and do Firefly hmm. season two. Uh, which they should definitely do because it was one of the most phenomenal uh, shows ever made. Uh, so in the series, she was. Yeah. She was really good at it. But uh, so the gist of this was that they, uh, especially in Firefly, they were taking – she's already on the ship in the movie Serenity, but they take on uh, uh, Summer Glau is the actress. And uh, what the hell's her name? I can't remember her name in, the, in Serenity. Uh, and it's almost like an exalted state. Like they have special privileges. 
Who's this? The prostitutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was what's-her-name. That's not Oh, okay, Summer I thought Glau. you were talking about her. No, Summer Glau is like the young girl. She's like 18, and they, they oh, take okay, on passengers okay, okay, okay. onto Serenity to kind of help out and everything, and they've taken on this uh, guy who's a doctor and his sister, and they knew his sister's weird, and they don't know what's wrong with her and everything. You don't realize until they're on their after their first job, and they, they go to show up to uh, deliver the goods to whoever's paid him to do this job. And all of a sudden, she's watching this screen, and she gets triggered by something she sees on the screen, and this quiet little meat girl all of a sudden uh busts out and kicks the shit out of everyone in the bar oh fuck she like just goes crazy and even the people that are with her they're trying to like hold her adam baldwin goes behind her and said it's me it's me don't uh take it off and she's like <laughs> kicking his ass Damn. And it's a great line where alan tudyk gets her ba- they get back on the ship and he's like i want to hear more about how jane got his ass kicked by <laughs> girl. uh <laughs> And so you realize this girl is, and uh, there was a great line where uh, Nathan Fillion's dealing with the guy who's paying him, and they were like, do you know that girl? And he's just like, I honestly do not. He says, I have no idea what the hell that's going on here. So they get her back on the ship, and they realize that she was part of this huge project where they're mind-controlling her, and they're doing stuff to her. Mm -hmm. And the entire alliance is after her. So now it's put a huge target onto the crew of Serenity, where they are like, they don't realize... Uh, trying to be harboring. a smuggler under the under the radar. You don't want to have the most wanted person. Yeah, in the yeah so that's what they found <laughs> out. Oh, so wow. they, they they had a good gig going on until they realized that mm-hmm. they're harboring one of the most wanted fugitives, and they're trying to figure out she's got like a secret, which I won't get into, inside of her brain. But she's also been mind controlled by a lot of different people. And it's just, we go again, it's a, just a super fun adventure, and it's uh, lighthearted at times, and it's uh, it's really action-packed at times, and it's just unbelievably phenomenal. It's, mm. it's hard to explain the, the love that people have for uh, Firefly, and you hear it all the time in like, the pop characters. culture. They mentioned it a lot in like the Big Bang Theory. They were like... Uh, it's a great line from like the first one uh, when they were like uh, talking about watching Firefly, and they were like, uh, "We got to go home and watch Firefly." He says, he says, "I'll watch it in reruns. That show's gonna be on forever." <laughs> <laughs> and it was canceled super early, and it's they're still Nathan Fillion and uh, and Alan. It's Judith. funny how. They do cons together. They have a show. People they have a putting YouTube out crazy show. bad movies and trying to figure out formulas to make money, and it must be the rights. Somebody owns the rights and doesn't want to give them. Up I don't know if Joss Whedon has the rights for it, but I think he's always somebody that's trying to get it kind of uh, on board again to uh, to do it. Somebody's holding it. But back. Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk do a like YouTube channel uh, show called Con Men about them going to cons and everything, oh, and it's cool. really it's really cool with them on it. And they're always talking about, hey, we we would love to do another Firefly, and they go to con. Twenty bucks for a photo? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so if, if you like if you like adventure, if you like sci-fi, mm. and there's a lot of really great comedy on this movie, especially with like Adam Baldwin, who is that really big rough guy, uh, who you don't usually get to see play this kind of guy. And he's got kind of this quality where he's he's with this group, but he's you kind of always wonder if he's going to sell any everyone else out to save his own ass. So he's got that kind of weird quality to him. And like you said, it's got the girl from Homeland in it who plays a courtesan who's kind of in society uh, as a high-level prostitute. And uh, she was actually on board Firefly at the beginning of the series. So uh, they kind of worked her back into the show. And uh, into the She had the thing. nice room. In the, she had like a yeah, little yeah. separate ship that was attached to their ship. Yep. Huh. And it was like all like velvet. And- yeah. It was really <laughs> beautiful. Cool. What is that? Velvet? Yeah. <laughs> so they were, literally, I think there was only like 18 episodes. I think there was 18 episodes of Firefly. Uh-huh. Uh, and you could still get it. 
I think it's like $10 for the DVD now. So no it's, shit. it's one of the best shows you'll ever see. Huh. And I, I'm just thrilled that they allowed him to have Serenity, that they allowed him this show. And they actually killed a couple of the crew members. So if they actually bring back the show, they're going to have to do it at an earlier point than Serenity does. They, because probably, they wouldn't have to. They could just ignore it. No, well, they nope. no. I think they would make a point of it because Serenity. Remember that is a time big I got killed? The, no, yeah. you had a dream. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that would be funny. That would be like what this show would be like because there is a lot of great comedy in it uh, uh, in this movie. So. The characters act really well together, really especially good. the guy from Death at a Funeral. Yeah, him he, and Alan Tudyk, and he's dating the the black chick Gina yeah. Torres in this, and uh, he's the redhead guy, right? Uh, yeah, Ginger. I don't think he's redhead. Gingerish. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen him mainly as a blonde, but uh, I think he's, he's not the he's not he's the thinner one. Right? He's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, he's really amazing. So yeah, if you haven't seen Serenity, that that's another one. I I seriously suggest watching Firefly first, just so you can get that buildup of all those characters. But literally, you do not have to watch uh, Firefly. You could just jump right into Serenity and you enjoy the hell out of it. So. Mm. Yeah, that's my number four. So just a quick side note on on all these mind control movies. I know we were going to talk about this, and we don't have to go into it. I just want to mention both of them was, uh, that go along with that theory uh-huh. is uh, Conspiracy Theory and American oh, yeah. Ultra, which I know American Ultra has... That I didn't see, but it's a book, right? I think it was. I've never even well, heard of American Ultra. Well, it's a story about... It's the girl from um, <coughs> Twilight and... Oh, okay. Uh, Kristen Stewart? Yeah, yeah, and the guy that was in Now You See Me, Now You, uh, you know, Now You See Me, um, I don't know, played Lex Luthor. That oh, Kevin we, Spacey? No, no, no. That we both said we couldn't stand him being Lex Luthor. The guy oh, oh, Mark. Zuck- uh, yeah, the guy who played Zuckerberg. Yeah, uh, uh, um, Jesse Eisenberg. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he basically that doesn't was, sell me on that movie. Christmas yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. But you know, it's, it's <laughs> conspiracy John, theory. On John Leguizamo's in it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I and I'll. I definitely want to get conspiracy theory yeah. on one of the lists. Patrick one day. Stewart, man. Woo. Yeah. Man. Yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. at another point. But yeah. Twists and turns, maybe call it. Yeah. Oh, so man, good. that was so good. Oh, that'd be a good one. Twist yeah. shattered as well. What do you got, man? So, number three, some of y'all's favorites. Alien versus Predator. <laughs> See, it is interesting with this movie too. I like I, aliens and I like Predator. Yep. <laughs> 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 I'm not a fan of them together. I I've only seen this movie once, and it was in the theater, and I vowed never to watch it again because uh-huh. I, I. But I could not, for the life of me, really break down and tell you what I did not like about it. I just remember uh-huh. I didn't like it. Right. But I I followed the comic book though, and uh-huh. I love the comic book. And there was so many different ways they could have went with this movie. I just didn't think they went the right way with it. Uh-huh. And I think my big problem with it was. Uh, how she's like working with the predator at the end, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta, you the, gotta the have the enemy of my my friend of my. Or what is the, it? Enemy the enemy of my enemy, enemy is, is my friend. friend. Yeah, exactly. Deal, but yeah, you know. I don't. Well, and I mean, you know, she killed a, she killed one of the aliens. I you suppose, know, so but, therefore, I mean. So well, tell us a little bit about it, and then tell us what you specifically like about Alien versus Predator. Well, I specifically like the fact that, like you said, I love both of the franchises. Yeah, I love and, both. And, of the and back in the nineties, two of my big favorite franchises. Yeah, and back in the nineties, there was always that talk of. Freddy versus yeah. Jason, oh, yeah. which I love. I was you thinking know. as soon as you said that, yeah. and that was another I was movie. Like, was there I, a Freddy versus? That was another alien? movie that I didn't <laughs> like. I was at the movie theater day one for both those films, yeah. but I was just disappointed. I thought they could have went so many ways with it. Just personally, I didn't like the way right. they went with it. Yeah, and, and tell us the way they went well, with it because I, I don't remember this movie. Okay, so basically, um, Wayland Enterprises, who is basically throughout all of the, the alien, alien franchises, yeah. and they even worked. Uh, Waylon uh, Henriksen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he. It was actually Waylon. Yeah. Um. You know they, they detect this anomaly from one of their satellites, like up in Antarctica, 
And so they want to be the first crew to get there. So it's this whole crew of like, you know, top of their field people and they're making their way there. Mercenaries or scientists? Both. Both, yeah. Um, because, and the mercenaries don't really appear as mercenaries. They kind of just look like they're part of the crew until they're shit starts to on happen. The DL. Yeah. yeah, and then <laughs> shit starts to happen and in their briefcases are just fucking machine guns, you know? So, um, so they go and they discover this temple and. Um, they have an archaeologist there, and he's trying to decipher some of the hieroglyphics, and instantly he sees that there's Egyptian, Aztec, and, uh, I don't know, maybe Mayan, I, and one other, like, of the old dialects, you know, um, written on this wall. And so this temple shows that all three major societies in the world at this time were here, and this place has something to do with, like, everywhere around the world, you know. Um so they find out that it's a sacrificial tomb. Um, then you find out that what dug this hole and set off the signal was the predators needed humans to go into the sacrificial chamber, turn it on, be impregnated by those little yeah. aliens that jump on your face, <laughs> and hungers. create more aliens so that they can have a battle with them. Because predators, you know, their whole thing is they go from planet to planet, yeah. hunting the toughest thing possible. So... The only thing that can match them is an alien, yeah. you know? Um, on paper. On paper. I'm telling and the great man. thing is, is too, when you do a movie like this, I don't have to tell you a single thing Nothing. about aliens. Nothing. I don't have to tell you a single thing about Predator. Nothing. If you're watching my movie, yep. you know exactly what each can do. This was made for you. Yeah. You know? Each one, and you know exactly what they can do and what per- they can't do. Personally, I thought this movie would have worked a lot better if there were less people in it. I would have just rather seen the the predator and the aliens going at it. Right. You know. Well, then you've never seen Predator versus Seven. Alien Requiem. Yeah, which, I, I think maybe I didn't. I probably didn't because I didn't. Like, I didn't because <laughs> like the, the Alien movie. franchise is probably one of your favorites. Isn't I it? love the Alien franchise. Yeah. Like love you, it. you have the quadrilogy. Yeah, that quadrilogy. Oh, that's I, awesome. It's got like seventy-two hours of shit on it. I've watched <laughs> I watched all I seventy-two hours. Well, so good. At least I own the first three or four of them. It, well, this is a box the set box that includes set, it, everything. And oh, it wow. has everything, if, everything. If you stretch it out, it's like yeah. six feet long. Oh, it's, shit, it's that's that awesome. It's many discs on it. And it's, awesome. it's phenomenal. Special feature after special feature. Like, yeah. you're literally Each an movie, expert. Yeah. Each you're literally an expert after, on Alien yeah, franchise after, after yeah. you watch yeah. it. That's awesome. Each movie has like 16 hours worth of uh, behind-the-scene footage. Oh, wow. It's, it's yeah. like... That much. It's, it's the it's, Ken it's, Burns. It's amazing. It's the Ken Burns of Alien. Yeah, yeah, I'll never get rid of it. I have well, I have that set, and it's awesome. And so, like you said, you know, you would have really liked it more if it was just the two of them, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. totally get. You know, the one good thing that I could use to sway you to my side would be there's a great, like, five or ten minute, you know, just montage yeah. of every single person in the movie just getting killed except for two people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then one person, you know, and it all happens. This is the Requiem or the first one? No, no, in the first one. The first yeah, one, yeah. yeah. I, won't, I won't even go into the Requiem. No, it was I, terrible, but, yeah. you know. Uh, um, but I, I my terrible. But at, I some point, <laughs> at some point, I was on board with the Alien versus Predator, but I, I really turned me off that the fact that, that they were, the Predator wasn't just slaying these people and they were just they were they were running together at the end. Yeah, it was that whole shot when they were running together. I remember turning to whoever was next to me in the theater. I'm like, this is friggin' ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the thing is she killed an alien. Yeah. Like, remember they even tattooed it on her face with the yeah. with the acid, you know? So like, I mean, in that moment, unlike she... a, some, unlike maybe like 300, I would probably rewatch this movie because <laughs> uh, because I I, <laughs> I would uh, I, I do but. For every reason of, like, I love Alien and I love Predator, and yeah. I can't wait like you. I can't wait. We'll be there day one to see that new Predator movie, yeah, Shane yeah. Black's Predator. Yeah. Uh, 
this one I was so gung-ho to go see, but I think my expectations were just so friggin' high right. for it. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. It, maybe it was the it time. It was the next... Well, see, and again, yeah. this is it's funny because it's interesting to me because I saw it in the theater too. So that yeah. age difference, yeah. you know what I mean? It's Where true. It's just like because at, at Did you some like point, Prometheus? what Prometheus? I loved. Prometheus. I thought it was the awesome. first one. Yeah, that that uh, that's that most recent one. Yeah, was horrible. I can't remember. So if I liked it. What was the one where they threw the thing and it scanned the cave with the? Little... Oh, that was that, Prometheus. That was such yeah. a good movie. Loved yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Loved Absolutely. It. That sequel to it was horrible. That's the one that had the surgery machine. Yeah. The yeah. Covenant. Yeah. The Alien Covenant sucked. That's that, what it was. Yeah, it wasn't. They didn't technically call it Prometheus Two, but it was Prometheus Two. Yeah. I think we saw it because it still had uh, it had uh, that guy played David the robot and, He's and everything, good. and he was amazing. That first yeah. one with uh, Naomi Rapace, the girl from mm-hmm. Dragon Tattoo, where she had to go into that machine and get the alien yeah. removed. The sur- yeah, the surgery. Oh, machine and do the staples yeah and, everything yeah. about that movie prometheus was one of the best sci-fi movies probably in the last 10 years yeah they, it was they, really they good. really shit the bed in that uh, covenant i was really you heard the earth first <laughs> the only thing i liked about it was danny mcbride i thought danny mcbride as the uh as the pilot you know, that's was, funny was we didn't see this right. movie but i remember talking to you before you're like i'm going to see it oh i had and you high were hopes psyched, for it and when i talked to you after you're like Danny McBride was good in it. It's yeah, too bad. Absolute yeah. garbage. It was really bad. You never saw it, huh? I, I did. Yeah. I just, I only saw it once. Yeah. And you it, know, it's um, one of those things. I would watch, I'd go home and watch Prometheus. Prometheus was so fucking good. It had yeah. great actors, great script. Everything was great about oh, it. Oh, and but, I loved like the big god guys. The big oh, bald, yeah, white man. Guy, I loved like, all that. All and guy. Idris Alba was in it. And what's her name from Monster? Uh, Charlie Theron yeah. uh, was great in yeah. it. Yeah. That's Everyone the movie was great. you're pulling her from? Uh, even Guy Pierce, remember Guy <laughs> Pierce played uh, the Wayland that had been put under like uh, had been put oh, in that's like right uh, the old Wayland yeah, yeah that he had been put in like cryo frozen, yeah. and brought back such an amazing yeah. concept yeah, for yeah, it yeah, yeah, really so good. I'll have to check out Alien vs Predator again it's one of those ones <laughs> see how I shifted I'll, the conversation I got a lobbyist to my left over here <laughs> no that, but like I, that's why I said not, and the comic is amazing the Dark Horse comic that yeah. they did they did it for years that Alien vs Predator and it was bad ass man but they just it, that was just those uh those characters going no, at and, each and, other. and i'll admit i, I mean, think the people ruined it yeah well really I'll admit, i understand I mean, the concept with the aliens that they need the people to impregnate right yeah. that that makes sense to me yeah. but but no and i mean it was cheesy but when you're doing a freddy versus jason or an alien versus predator there's just an element of having to bring those together and yeah. having to please such a wide variety of people that you have to kind of go cheesy with it a little bit. Yeah. You well, know? the problem with that is you really, to be able to do those cross kind of franchise things, you have to nail that script. I oh, mean, yeah, you have absolutely. to nail yeah. it. Yeah. And, and they didn't nail it. And I, no, I agree bad. with him. There's a script out there that would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With those yeah. two characters. Like a lot of the uh, the superhero movies and stuff, they it's been done great in the comics. Just right. do that. Well, have you ever seen Predators? Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. That was good. I thought I loved Lawrence Fishburne in it. Man, yeah, the Lawrence Fishburne was character was so good. Oh yeah. yeah, that's where it like went next level on me. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I like that. So yeah. I did like Predators. Yeah, I thought that was good. Uh, but that was another one I've only seen once or twice that I, I would like to see, I watch that again one as well. It was uh, it was good. He's a fan of the French. I, I, no, I'm yeah. telling you, <laughs> it's, it's the reason why it's on his list. Predators <laughs> versus each other. Oh, and we'll goes on my list. We'll do an entire <laughs> pod just about the Alien movies. Oh, yeah, that would be very easy to do, man. Because I love all four of those. Right in front of us, man. <laughs> and even bring Three Prometheus meters. into it. <laughs> it's yeah, game absolutely. over, man. Yeah, yeah, game absolutely. Over. So, what do you got there, Dave? Excellent. For your number, what are we on? Three. Mm-hmm. We're on three. I'm gonna mix this up with another movie, <laughs> the Kill Bill series. Nice. Oh, nice. 
but specifically the first one. But I know I'll end up. There's a version. Liked, there's a version where they play cuts them together. Yep. That's oh, nice. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I, I can't remember. I the, choose that version a, then. <laughs> they have a name for it. It's like yeah, the, that's what I meant. The Bride Edition or something yeah. like that, where they released oh, it. Yeah, something the, like that. I can't dead remember. Bride or whatever. Something. And it, it, it's, it's saw both those in the theater. We both we, did. Yeah, you saw it in the theater. Yeah, we saw the first so one in the theater. I remember that end scene. I don't want to jump all the way to the end scene, but I'm gonna anyways. <laughs> but the end scene when she deal with it. When she's fighting all those, all the different warriors that are coming from the first one. Yeah. This, the amount of with limbs lost, yeah, yeah and yeah, blood. Yeah. Tarantino goes overboard. With well, blood. I think he did that. As oh, yeah. a, I mean, he's a kung fu fan. He's yeah. a kung fu fan. They did a bunch of those whip whip rap focuses. Oh yeah, those whip pan rap focus. When you like, yeah, when you when you see like, yeah, you see the enemy and you whip your head over, and they just do a quick zoom to your eyes. Yeah, that's a lot of old. And I never got too too into some of the Japanese movies, but you could tell I did. He did. You did. Eric did. Eric, Eric liked liked it I had too. the Shaolin versus Wu Tang series. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I, but this movie was good. It was all about a, a, a good revenge story, you know? And that yeah. that's the meat of this whole oh, thing, which made it so thing. great. And I love the way that he. I Sometimes I love the way Tarantino breaks his movies up. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it drives me crazy. Yeah. But sometimes it, it's perfect. I like more Tarantino than I don't. You know? you, There's really only one that I didn't care for the Hateful Eight. Eight. Yeah. Other than and that. The funny thing is, is I didn't mind it because I liked there were all parts the characters. Of it. There were parts of it bad. I liked. It wasn't there were parts bad, of it that I liked. It wasn't exciting. Yeah. I mean, but I'd I like Jackie Brown way more than Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That had a story. Yeah. Yeah. This was just a bunch of cool actors hanging out. Wow. And... But I mean, even even at the start of Kill Bill, like I just remember being super uncomfortable oh. when she's in the coma. He always has one scene in every movie that's super uncomfortable, and yeah. that that was and the one. My name is Buck, yeah. and I like to fuck, you know. And it's just like, oh it, my god. Similar man. to the Hateful Eight, I did not like <laughs> and the idea. Then you see her pull up in front of. I'm good. Go well, but, I I didn't. Speaking of just uncomfortable scenes that he puts in that I just I probably would have oh, left yeah. out with Hateful Eight where he's got uh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson basically force raping the guy for heat yeah. in the in the cold yeah uh, oh, yeah, yeah it was just it, that kind of it not only did it set me uh, it kind of turned me on the whole thing that I was I was out of the movie after that yeah. it was yeah. just like uh, yeah and, and then it, then the whole thing with uh, Chain Tane and underneath the thing I was like all right this has just gone stupid now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be a good surprise, yeah. but well, let's get back to Kill Bill. Yes. But that scene, like right after that uncomfortable scene, yeah, her, you, you had seen that she was driving the pussy mobile, yeah, but you had yeah, no yeah. idea what it was from until you saw that machine, yeah, right, until you yeah. Saw it. But that, oh, that's right, because she went to, to Vivica her, A. Fox's, Vivica a. Fox's house. House. No, that and was that a great fight scene. scene God, that was, was good. Where the daughter showed up, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that was such a great fight scene. Yeah, see, and I love the Daryl Hannah because we can jump from one to two. Uh, because I mean, you can look at it as yeah, one yeah. thing. The uh, yeah, oh, or yeah. the yeah, the snake scene and uh, the black mamba. Oh yeah, uh, at, in the trailer and everything, or even the scene where uh, Michael Madsen and the other guy like buried her alive in the, in the <laughs> casket. The little, yeah. the little person. Yeah, uh, he's in a lot of his other stuff. He's in a lot, yeah, of, his in a lot stuff. of his stuff. He's got some. Crazy, he's just a short. He's guy. got that crazy line. It's like, you ever seen a better piece of fine pussy, blonde pussy than that? Yeah, he, he's like, I seen better. <laughs> 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 oh man, there's so much in that movie too, and I loved how they worked Michael Parks. David Carradine in the, was great. Michael Parks. Michael Parks as the sheriff with the honorable son in the first yeah. one, and then in the <laughs> second one, he's the guy in Cuba that looks completely different. He, oh yeah, he's such that's an amazing right. actor that uh, his he passed a couple of years ago. Uh, 
I was, it was a fan of the music in it. Every time I hear that, uh, yeah, that whistling. Oh, so good, man. Remember how big that was? All right, all right. <laughs> he doesn't let it go very long, does he? I think everyone does their songs a little two beats too long here. I was going to go another 20 beats. I know. That's why I got to That's why I gotta put the kibosh on it. I was until he stopped the slay. You got to put the kibosh on that eventually. Uh yeah, so you got. I, I love Daryl Hannah. This was a while since we had seen Daryl Hannah. Oh too, yeah, in this anything. was kind of her comeback. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really was. And, and Quentin's great at that. Quentin, no one does. <laughs> no one uh, revives careers like Quentin. Oh Lawrence, yeah, absolutely. You know? He's I mean, done it five or six times. He, he did it with Travolta. And Travolta should never have had his career he revitalized. Anyways, Robert, I mean, no, he did it with Robert, uh, Robert Forster. Forster. He did it and with Jackie uh, Brown. Even with Jackie Brown herself, she had been done nothing. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, I mean, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton hadn't been doing stuff until he came on the Jackie she Brown. Almost a, every movie, you can pick out somebody's career that yeah. he had, uh, revitalized. Yeah. I saw this old 70s movie with her, and it was like... A Foxy prison, Brown? Foxy Brown. Foxy no, Brown? it was uh, a prison. They were yeah, yeah, yeah. girls in prison. Like, it was like... Girls in Prison was probably the name, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was... Uh, no, she did a lot of the 70s exploitation films like that, and... Uh, Pater Dews getting nude on camera for like uh, she Ever? was on uh, yeah, it's Pam Greer right yeah Pam yeah. Greer she had done a lot of the Roger Corman ones I heard an interview with her that said Roger Corman could uh, uh, talk anybody out could sell clothes. could sell him into anything and everything and says Roger Corman just sell me this <laughs> she was really really funny man uh, but yeah Kill Bill and even like uh, even what's her name Uma Thurman even Uma Thurman man you know she had she had done just specific things here and there but she became a, a household name after well, she Kill wasn't Bill. she had never done a strong role well, she like had this. pulp fiction, pulp fiction but you know. mm-hmm. i mean but then she was doing stuff like that super ex girlfriend and stuff like that yeah. where it was just like minor <laughs> stuff here that. and there super ex girlfriend yeah, my yeah. super girlfriend yeah, yeah something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. i missed out on yeah. that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. no you didn't <laughs> <laughs> she was in a uh, be cool be cool, yeah. I Which didn't one like be cool. be cool. That was the sequel to Get Shorty. Yeah. Oh, I was kind of hot yeah. and cold on Get Shorty, and for, I like Elmore Leonard, the uh, novelist. But Andre three thousand. Yeah, but we'll we'll get into more on Kill Bill probably when we do a Quentin pod. We can really break that down because it's such a huge movie. But what is? Let's go around maybe say what our favorite sequence is from Kill Bill. Um, Putting you on the spot here. Or did we mention it? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it has to be the Vivica A. Fox, just because it was messy. Yeah, and too like high level, and you could. Tell I loved it was Vin- going down. She was great. This how are you black mama? I'm supposed to be black mama. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would have to say it's that one. If I was gonna do see the number two, I like the end of number two, where she did. Where the, she actually met. She did the heart. Oh yeah, five palm. Yeah. Heart yeah. Oh, that was punch. so cool. He taught that to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love the stuff in Japan where she went and uh, learned from that master. Now, is that one or two? Uh, that was one. That was one, I think. That okay. was one. Yeah. She uh, goes into the restaurant. How about you? Is like, there a particular scene that you were... Uh... I can't I can't remember if it's one or two, but it's where the Kung Fu master takes Daryl Hannah's eye. It's two. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then you find out that she poisoned and killed yeah. Uma yeah. Thurman's master. You know, uh, like... <laughs> yeah, that scene, uh, the scene with Daryl Hannah in the trailer, I loved a lot. Yeah, because yeah, so great, man. Takes it back, you yeah. know, like, oh, man. Uh, really good. Yeah. Great just duo right there. Well, since you... Went since to uh, no, since you went to a uh, a Quentin Tarantino that was kind of a double movie. I'm gonna go to one myself. 
Uh, and this was one that we we had the privilege of seeing this where a lot of people didn't get to see this movie the way we saw it. And this was Grindhouse, oh, uh, 2007. Nice. Me and Dave went to the theater and saw this when it first came out because I was obviously a huge Quentin fan. I'm a huge Robert Rodriguez fan. And they did a special, uh, and they they eventually separated the two movies. But when we saw it in the theater, they were together. They showed it was it was a, a four feature? hour movie. No, and we went and we saw it, and it was Planet Terror. Then they played the five fake trailers, which a lot of those became movies. Machete was one of those trailers in there that eventually became a movie. Really, and remember they did the one the the Thanksgiving horror one was one of the trailers on it. Uh, remember the the turkey that was alive on the. Uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> they did the werewolf one, the Nazi werewolf ones. Those trailers were awesome. I'm surprised they haven't made every single one of yeah. those because they already made. Hobo with a shotgun yep. and machete. And, and machete. Well, yeah. That's what Wolfenstein was. You remember that game back in the day? Oh, oh yeah, Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah that was that's Wolfenstein. Right. Uh, but so we we actually I, did they have an intermission or anything? I, I think they might have had like a three minute one or something like that. But Very I was short. just thrilled because so you got in there and we watched Planet Terror. Then they played the five, which trolls, was good. And I, I love both these movies. And then Death Proof. Death Proof's a movie that my wife cannot watch. Now, see, Can't I, watch Death Proof. I love it. I, I remember Death, Death Proof, Proof. And I know I saw the other one, but I don't remember that Planet one. Planet Terror was the one with Rose McGowan. <laughs> she had, had a gun, for, gun a leg. for a leg. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and it had so many great, nasty scenes oh, in it. Uh, some of my favorite stuff in it, because you've got Freddy Rodriguez, who has like this crazy backstory as just a badass playing El Rey, and you're not, not sure who, who he is in the movie. And then eventually... Remember, it starts off with uh, Bruce Willis, and uh, they release that toxin, and then there's kind of these nasty zombie-type creatures that are also military uh, people have been exposed to it. And they needed the gas to stay normal. If they didn't have the gas is when they kind of uh, got outrageous. Remember the Josh Brolin stuff? At the hospital, at the hospital yeah. and Nikki Cat, when Nikki Cat came in and he had that <laughs> nasty, we're gonna have to remove that uh, uh, arm. He says, what do you mean remove it? Uh, <laughs> And uh, some of my favorite stuff from uh, Planet Terror was uh, the Michael Behan and Jeff Fahey stuff. Speaking of careers revitalized, Jeff, Jeff Fahey was one of those guys mm. who was huge as the Lawnmower Man, and he was yeah. in body parts in a lot of the old uh, '90s movies. And the, remember, he was the guy who owned the barbecue place, and it had that ongoing joke where Michael Behan played the sheriff, who was also Jeff Fahey's brother, and he's trying to find the the barbecue recipe from, him and he won't give it to him, uh, <laughs> and everything. And Quentin is actually in that first one. Remember he. He has that nasty scene where he takes his pants off and he's about to uh, rape that one girl. And uh, remember his 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 dick and testicles just fell off his body. Remember they just like that. I don't remember that. Dripped uh, off his body. And it, that first one had we some just nasty, lost a listener. Yeah, oh, I can hear him turning the station. Yes, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. Is, I don't think I nasty, saw that. I think I man. saw the trailer for uh, it because I remember her on you know like one knee. Oh, it's a hell of a lot of fun, man. Yeah, hell of a lot of fun. Uh, it's I know a lot. I've it's seen a lot Death Proof. Yeah. I know I've seen that. Yeah, but. They went outrageous. This was supposed oh, yeah, yeah. to everything right, was yeah, so yeah. supposed to be outrageous. And so uh just to go in so I don't spend a lot of time on it, uh, is uh Death Proof, I was all in first of all because it was Kurt Russell. Right. And he doesn't get to play a villain too often. He doesn't. And I love that he tur- ends up turning into this sniveling type of guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. The idea Please. around it and uh uh so he's got this he's plays stuntman Mike and he yeah. uh He's built this car up so he gives people a ride and he will crash intentionally. And then he gets off by uh, crashing the car and killing the person. He's got that great line. He's like, this car is 100% death proof, but to really experience the full effect, you really need to be sitting in my seat. Yeah. And it oh. kills Rose McGowan. Uh, remember, he's at the stop the sign. He says, you going right or left? He's like, right. And he's like, ah, oh, that's too bad. And he says... 
she's like, why? He says, because if you were going right, you wouldn't have to have been scared for a little while now, but now you're going to have to get scared immediately. Oh, and, and man. But the scene where they... Uh, where he drives past those girls that were at the bar. Remember, he has that, he gets the lap dance at the bar and he sees yeah. those girls. Yeah. And he drives past them and they're listening to that great song. And man, this is the scene that turned my wife off because it was really kind of realistic, that mm. car crash. It didn't bother me as Plus much. She was in a really bad car crash. It, it, yeah. But the, the problem with this is <laughs> usually spoils this was, car crash. And I have problems with a lot of car crashes. This one didn't bother me as much because this one was a, it was a homicide. Made was crazy. This was a homicide. It, was a homicide. it, it wasn't but the like, sound. It wasn't an accidental right, car crash. Yeah. So he drove past the car, then turned around, and then went head force toward the car, turned the lights off, oh, and then right, flipped yeah. them on right at the last minute. Remember the girl's leg was hanging outside the car? Yeah. Sheared her leg off, and the way the sound, when it hit the ground, yeah. or then the tire hit that girl in the yeah. back seat, oh, and ripped the top right. of her head yeah. off. Uh, oh, I forgot about so that. So they, that was the buildup, but then you realize that he's going to go after this next group of uh, girls, and that was Rosera Dawson. Yep. It was Zoe Bell, who's, who was the, uh, the stunt, girl who played the she's bride. She's a stuntman. She, she, was, uh, she played Uma Thurman's stunt woman in Kill Bill. Oh, really? Uh, and she's amazing. And I was, I was she's super Australian. thrilled. She's Australian, or New Zealand. She was Kiwi, remember? They yeah, made yeah. fun of it in the Kiwi. movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they uh, so they are all these stunt girls that are just off a film set at the moment and everything. And he targets the wrong girls, man. Yeah. And remember, when he does target them, Zoe Bell is doing that great stunt when she's on the hood of the car, of the car. and that that was really done by her. And there were no oh, wow. straps, there were nothing. She oh, was wow. on that car, just holding on for dear life. Wow. And uh, he just fucked with the wrong people. And then you got to see this great women empowerment movement where they just kicked the shit out of him. Yeah, and I, totally I saw did. a lot of people that they were like, oh, I didn't like that Kurt Russell turned into a snivering uh, like wimp at the end. I was like, that's the best part, yeah, man. That's fucking That he was revenge. just crying in the car because they're shooting at him and he doesn't know what to do and everything. And it then ends with them beating the shit out of him with a pipe in the middle yep. of the road. It's super violent both these movies yeah one was a little bit more comical being uh planet terror i mean but quentin's balls being dropped off i mean it's, <laughs> it's more like laughable than uh than gross <laughs> but death proof i can understand how people would have bronze with death proof my, my girl says i i don't like it she says i don't even like the fact that you have it in the house <laughs> i was like oh, no one's making you watch it man don't yeah. worry about it uh, i watched it start hiding my copy I, <laughs> I remember watching it with uh, uh i put it on one day uh at my house when i was hanging with my friend matt and his girlfriend and i completely forgot that she was going to do a long like three hour drive at night after we watched it and when she left oh, it hit shit. me and i was like oh i forgot your girl was going on this long three hour car drive i said i wouldn't have put that movie on oh it God. seems really cruel yeah putting right? that scene on uh when uh she's going to do that have but. a safe trip <laughs> have a safe trip hey, uh, hold, hold on watch the first 10 minutes of final destination number two number two yeah, right? before yeah. you go i can't watch that i can't watch final destination two that first 20 minutes of it oh, yeah. it's too bad oh man. it's horrible because I, I don't like the highways anyways, yeah. and that's a type of thing that I could see happening on the highways. Highways don't scare me. It's these county roads that I live off of. No, yeah. it's, it's true. Because like, like that road you're from going Bronson. 70 miles an hour with someone that's literally not – at least the car over – if you're going 70 next to me, yeah. we could still get hurt but not hitting me straight yeah. on. And, yeah. at, so. and at night, if you're around these county roads, yeah, people are drunk, That's man. what I worry oh, about. That, I just worry about deer, people crossing the line yeah, in front of you. Deer and drunk deer drivers. And, drunk drivers. Yeah. Yeah. and it happens like every week you hear about somebody dying. Oh, yeah. When I'm coming down Parker Road, every you know every time it's night, especially if it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock, like every oncoming headlight, I'm like uh, just waiting for them to swerve. You know, it's – oh, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or deer, like you said. I mean, you know, I've seen a bunch of them. 
All right, so yeah, that's Grindhouse. Like I said, that was it was a, a special movie for me and Dave because you're not you're not going to see that again. You're not going to see him in the theater played back to back like that. And right. Was, and they stopped like they stopped like three weeks after they did it. They told you that this is we're going to do this. Uh, it's a lot while. to ask Limited somebody to run. sit through a yeah. four hour movie. Yeah. I loved it. I was all about it. But yeah, I was. But uh, we're movie I, we were at that <laughs> age too. We were like, bring it. Uh, so we got there, Justin, for your number two. Number two. V is for Vendetta. V is for Vendetta. Yeah. I have to admit, I've only seen this like twice, and I always thought it should have had a sequel. Still can't understand why there's not a sequel for that, this. Yeah, that would have been really Who cool. Who are the characters again? Because I know I've seen this. Hugo Weaving. And Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. But like, what did they... They, was, they yeah, had give us, special... Well, give us the premise. Um, so it starts off with... Uh, like the revolution and Guy Fawkes and um, I forget he tried to blow something up. I, I forget his reasoning. Do yeah. you remember it? I don't. Yeah, I, but anyways. So basically, you know, remember, remember the fifth of November is uh, the gunpowder treasy, yeah, treason yeah, yeah. was broken or something like that. Um, and so Hugo Weaver's character has like planted a bomb at the parliament or something Mm -hmm. um and you have to also it's it's future and there's been like a plague outbreak and you know there's strict rules there's curfews you know they the english survived the uh of course yeah yeah (laughs) Um, the english survived uh the plague for the most part i mean lots of people were lost or whatever but they pale skin was the cure yeah, <laughs> yeah well and they even say there's a point in the movie where they say how america has just fallen and they're groveling and they're begging and everything like that like that's the only mention of america in the movie um and so it's a british director right yeah <laughs> i have no idea um but so basically uh evie hammond is played um by natalie portman and she's out one night she's going to have dinner with her boss because like she's just feels like she's supposed to, you know, and she gets caught by these two, uh, I forget the name of uh, what they're called, um, fingermen is what they're called, and they catch her out after curfew, so they're going to start to do some really bad things, mm-hmm. so before that happens, Hugo Weaver shows up in a Guy Fox mask, and he's wearing a cloak and everything like that, and he just speaks in riddles, and he tells these guys... Have you seen... It, this? I don't remember this movie again. But is that the first time you see him do this character? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the first time you see him in the movie. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, maybe when he puts the mask on or something, there might be a flash about that or something. Um, but basically, you know, these three guys are probably about to rape Natalie Portman, and he interrupts them and just beats the shit out of them and uh, saves her. And he's like, listen, why don't you come with me? I'll take you. I've got something special planned. And at the clock, take a midnight... I think it's Parliament or something like that. He blows up. It's not Big Ben. Um, and he plays like a song that's illegal. And so it's the movie is about this guy starting a revolt against yeah, the A present, revolution. Yeah, 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 against the present government and stuff. And, I mean, it's really hard to describe. There's so many ins and outs <laughs> There's a simple explanation to this movie. I'm <laughs> yeah, lost no, already. There's, yeah, there's, I mean... No, like, what I what I remember of it, too, a lot of the stuff is where she's being held captive. Yeah, he you know? breaks and, her down. Yeah, and she really is. And then she get her head shaved yeah. and everything. And, and she's phenomenal. I love her in everything anyways. Yeah, Natalie yeah Portman. she is. Even, yeah. uh, I mean, from a very young age in the professional, we knew that yeah. uh, Natalie Portman was going to be uh, something special. Yeah. And he, I think you're, you're, I think it's Hugo Weaving. I don't think it's Weaver. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. Hugo Weaving. Okay. Well, 
Yeah, is it Hugo Weaving? Now, I'm, now, yeah, I'm not, we'll, now I'm not we'll sure. Find out, yeah. <laughs> he's he's Mr. Smith from now The we, Matrix. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we prepare for these things. We're just, yeah. Well, this was a movie that I probably should have watched a trailer beforehand because I, I did like it in the theater. Uh, but I uh, for some reason or another, I just have not seen it since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember immediately at the end thinking that there was going to be, instead of V for Vendetta, it's going to be like R for this. or right, I, I thought yeah. they were going to come out with all these little different alphabet things and everything, and maybe they had these planned, and I don't know why they never went and did yeah. other ones. Maybe they just couldn't They're get too busy these guys making, on board. Taking four. But yeah. it, did, it, it, yeah, yeah. it did have that very, uh, you know, the image of the mask was, was huge into this movie, too, and to the point where they were all wearing it at the, at, at at the, the end, at the end yeah, you know, yeah. and you didn't know who was who. That was who. scene I do remember for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I guess I've seen this movie. It was I mean, good. It was it, really it, good. It is. It's hard to describe. Was it the Matrix guys that did this? I kind of, uh, who are actually. Actually, I think it was. I think they're actually, they're both transgender now. I yeah, think they, they, they both. Yeah. Uh, oh, Wasikowski? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they both gone. Yeah. I, I know one of them had gone, uh, had uh, transitioned. Like uh, like ten years ago, and then his brother actually went uh, hmm. and transitioned. Yeah, uh, and I still, I I loved their their early stuff. I didn't much care for the Matrix remakes to be or the sequels to be honest with you. I, I the second one was decent. I thought the third one was like, eh, I did, I pretend it doesn't even exist. I watched the third one for the battle between him and Smith. Yeah, you and the second I mean? one I liked because of the highway scene. The highway scene on the yeah, second one that was, was phenomenal. Awesome. But yeah. they knew how to do action for sure. Yeah. And uh, it really came forward in this, and I, I loved Hugo a lot, and I thought he was great. He has a great voice, and that's really what yeah. was great about this because he was masked for a lot of it. Yeah, and he had all that great, yeah, all of it. All you of never it. saw his face? No, no, never. no. That's interesting. The only time that I you forgot saw about him that. is when they went into how he became who he was, and yeah. basically when I need the, to rewatch it for sure. When the plague happened, they were just taking children and putting them in a facility and testing antidotes yeah. on them, and they died. Things happened to them. Well, he basically, yeah, no, it is. It's, uh, you know, he basically became like super strong. Yeah. You know, well, Um, what he put her through too, because she didn't know who her captor was right through this whole thing when she's being held. She got held for what was it? Years? It was a year. It was a year. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't realize it was him. And he basically was just breaking her down. Well, and he was saying, just tell us who he is and we'll let you go. And she just kept saying no, because there was a story that she read. Yeah. um, And it kept her going. And and that's the thing is, so hard to describe this movie, but it's incredible. And if you haven't seen yeah, it, it was you need really to go good. And I'll see have it. to watch it. Yeah, I'll it was bring, really. I'll good. bring it over next time. Um, well, yeah, I still haven't watched Napoleon Dynamite. Well, man. No, I you. didn't ask to watch Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> he shoved that in my yeah. hand. I don't know. That's I'm, a different. I'm no, pretty no, sure no. we could go back no, no, to the pod. Yeah. You said you, you leave said it. I'll watch it. Bring it over. I'll watch it. Yeah, show me the evidence. I'll show it to you. It's on audio. Yeah. I, want you, I want you to figure out what pod and where it is. Wait. This was a good movie, though, and it was very yeah. dark. Yeah. It was a, not just the tone of it, but the actual like <laughs> lack of light. So I watch this movie at least a few times a year, Yeah, and it's amazing how close we're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. to it starting to it, become a scary, reality. It's scary, man. You know? And I love movies like yeah. that. Yeah, and there's another one on my list that's very Until it close comes to that true. too. Yeah, then you won't like those movies anymore yeah. if we turn into yeah. that society. Yeah, so you definitely. Like I want the Smurfs to come back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what well, you got there for your number two, Dave? Number two, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Oh, nice. This, this I know, is uh, both of our, a great movie that we both saw. It's the most bullets ever shot in a movie. Yeah. It's got to be. It's weird because this is one of those great movies that has equal amount of comedy with action in it, but it, yeah. it's a balls-out action movie at some point, you know, and, and a little bit of horror in it, too, you know? There was a lot going on in this movie. 
So why don't you give us a little premise of the uh, Hot Fuzz? So it starts brought, out brought to you by uh, the guys that did the uh, Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Of the Dead, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget the two guys' names. Edgar uh, Wright. And the other guy? Well, you got... Uh, Sam Pegg. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg had, had a lot to do with Simon it. Simon Pegg's character, he's like the super cop. Yeah. Like, that he wins open, every award. He does, like, so... He, he, win, he does so well that everybody else just looks... Looks bad. Really yeah. shitty yeah. by comparison. And yeah. everybody's just totally over him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they ship him off to, like... This is in England. London is where he was. He was the king of London, like, as far as the... Police king, yeah. yeah, he was the king shit of London, yeah. and then they send him out into like the country. To, like, like, what this... about the rest of the team? They're gonna miss me. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're in like, the back throwing a party. Yeah, they're having a party in the back. They can't wait till he goes. Yeah, right. They they already have the party while he's still there. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> but he takes his boy with him though. Oh no, he meets them no, when it, he's there. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's the, the he's the he's deputy the of the sheriff that yeah, they yeah. had now. Right, and there's nothing for him to do. They're like chasing swans and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he, but then he slowly starts to notice weird things in the town yeah. occurring, and everybody thinks he's like, like "Oh, that's not he's happening." Just, yeah, he's right. Just yeah. Up. Don't pay attention to yeah. that. Yeah, didn't well, he lost his head? Nah, that could have been something there else. There was yeah. a, was it the, was it this movie where the steeple fell off the? Yeah, church? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Killed during that the person during the festival. Yep. Oh yeah, that was a. That scene, you went, oh, this shocking. is going to be yeah. a different movie after yeah. this point. Yeah. My favorite person in this movie was Timothy Dalton. Oh, my God. And Timothy Dalton had disappeared for a long time. Oh, yeah. He hadn't seen Timothy and Dalton And this movie forever. was great for him. Here comes Living the fuzz. Daylight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so great, man. And the guy from uh, uh, the the Erp guy Erp. who's from uh, who's the dog the hound from uh, Game of Thrones that's who he is oh that's right yeah he got really big in Game of Thrones I love when Simon Pegg has the walkie talkie and they ask him if he's been eliminated and you know the answer to yes is derp and derp, he goes yeah. nerp yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like okay good come on back yeah. like, <laughs> but it, like Dave said at some point that it just, it becomes like a balls out action movie oh yeah where they just I because the other cops they didn't want to be there either it was great how <laughs> Nick Frost was obsessed with action movies too and he you ever you never seen this movie and then he opens his DVD collection which would have looked like mine if yeah. I had all in boxes <laughs> and then they have like a marathon have you seen Point Break you ever jumped in the air and yeah. done this and <laughs> Oh man, it was mm. so great! That assault on the at the grocery store, the grocery the store, was, even, yeah. even the the chase scene that was very similar to like uh, um, uh, very similar to like Point Break when they're running through that backyards after each other it was very uh, well. Like, remember, mm. and then Nick Frost because he's supposed to like shoot him or something yeah. like that. He does the Point Break. Oh yeah, yeah. Put the gun in the air. And yeah, Whoa! it was very. It was an homage <laughs> to like a lot of those eighties, nineties action films. Really. Yeah, it was like a cult at the end, right? Yeah, they yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a cult. <laughs> They, and they all were, the old people were in it. They, they were even the old women were yep. out there with machine guns. And, yeah, well, because they were known for being the number one town. Yeah, and they would do anything to keep that town. Number <laughs> even one. kill like vandalists. Yeah, or, or yeah, like people with spray painting graffiti. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it was it was phenomenal. And this yeah. was like the the second one in their trilogy. The third being the World's End, which was another great. Yeah, movie. I thought that was movie was great. So Talk good. about movies taking a 360 degree turn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't realize it. If you didn't realize there were aliens involved in it yeah. and stuff like that, then it would have so, taken I thought it was just three a for a loop. Pub crawl with a bunch of their mates yeah, yeah. having I fun and, it, and reminiscing it, about all the crazy shit you used to do. Exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it turns into something else. It yeah. really was. That trilogy right there was really phenomenal. So. And they did all that stuff themselves, right? That uh, was Simon Pegg's. Well, took I the mean, same group 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like they have like a troupe where they use a lot of the same actors and everything like that. And they've obviously all No, I mean, it, was it his production company? Uh, well, it was more Edgar Wright. I, th- I think Simon Pegg's like his writing partner and everything, and they just uh, have been together from... Because uh, they have like, a similar feel to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they'll do a fourth movie all together. They're off doing their own thing. Edgar Wright's doing... One of them's doing this stuff. Oh, Edgar track. Wright did Baby Driver, and he he was writing Ant-Man, who apparently it was a better version than what we saw. And I liked the Ant-Man we saw, but apparently Edgar Wright has what people say is one of the best Ant-Man scripts ever... One of the best scripts ever made for a superhero movie that we'll never, ever see or mm. never see made. Uh, because he's such Boo. a great writer, man, and uh, so it's all right. Because I know he'll have another movie out there with all those guys together uh, doing their thing again. But, yeah, yeah, oh. that was phenomenal, man. Hot fuzz. So for my number two, love this movie, man. And, and speaking of uh, things that uh, in like the recent uh, kind of the way the world's going, that is kind of a. Uh, this was 2009, so this was kind of a little far-fetched, but District 9. And nice. if you look at how the immigrants being aliens are treated, it's very similar to how uh, things have gone on in the past. Uh, so what the premise is of this movie is a alien ship parks itself over Johannesburg, uh, South Africa. And uh, the aliens, they find the aliens. The aliens, they have a derogatory uh, term for them called prawns because they really do. They look just they like, ju- they look like uh, shrimp, shrimp, like uh, uh, prawn creatures. Yeah. And I, I saw this in the theater and this was, uh, this was actually nominated for Best Picture. And it was one of the first documentary style movies nominated for Best Picture. And this was so done good. by Neil uh, Blomkamp. Uh, but it was, uh, Neil was supposed to do uh, Halo with... Uh, Damn, who's the guy? Is it Peter Jackson? I think it was Peter Jackson. And uh, when they didn't get the Halo movie, Peter Jackson off- offered Neil $30 million to do whatever he wanted. And he says, well, I want to do District 9. And District oh, wow. 9 is based on a short that he did. He, oh, he really? actually did a short with that main guy in it. He had never acted before. What was his name? Uh, do you know? He has a weird name. Very weird name. He's- You'd have to look it up. I, it's even hard to pronounce. Uh, he went on to do uh, a lot of the Neil movies because uh, Neil Blum, um, Blumkamp, who did District 9, also went on to do Elysium with uh, Matt Damon and then went to do uh, Chappie, uh, which I love Chappie. really good. Yeah, really good. I didn't think it was going to be. And that guy who played the main guy in District 9 was in both those movies. He was also in that hardcore Harry. And then he went on to play uh, Murdoch in the A-Team uh, movie, which I actually had <laughs> never seen because it just looked so bad. Uh, <laughs> but maybe it was good. I don't know. If it was on, I would watch it. So it's Charlto. Copley. Yeah, this was like his first movie he ever did, and it was really amazing. And I had hear, heard that he improvised all his documentary stuff where he was talking to the uh, the cameras and everything. Really? So you, you could tell when the movie started that something had happened already, and they're, uh, they're talking about him almost in the past tense, that what he did might have been not right and this and that, so you're trying to figure out what happened. Right. So you get these aliens that they have uh, have landed in uh, Johannesburg, and they've separated them in like internment camps, and they've got the no, the no alien signs around town and everything. When I first saw the movie, that's all I had seen was that sign that had the alien yeah. and said like it had like almost like the Ghostbusters crime crossover (laughs) that said no aliens and everything and you realize that the uh this was like certainly in the future and uh some of the scariest stuff was this one was the warlords remember the warlords selling the weapon who were they would buy the alien weaponry for cat food for yeah the cat food because the aliens were obsessed with eating cat food and you realize that this uh the ship had has just parked itself over johannesburg and has been there for like 25 years and the aliens are there and they they're not leaving so they have to make room for them there and nobody in living there the citizens don't want anything to do with them and they're 
at the beginning of the movie, they're going to relocate him. So uh, you've got this one main guy that you're following. That was guy, South Africa uh, was the only one. Yeah, yeah, it's the only place it had landed. Yeah, uh, and this is another movie I've been waiting for. District Ten, my entire life. Oh, and, so and fucking cool. It's going to happen. I, I I guarantee it will happen eventually because it, it really was an open ended movie for him waiting to get rescued. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because what happens is he's he's going to do he's going uh, kind of like trailer to trailer where these uh, aliens are being kept, and he finds this alien tube that sprays him in the face. This is where the movie kind of makes a turn because you realize something is happening to him and he's gradually turning into one of these prawn aliens. At first you just thought he got poisoned. First you got saw he got poisoned and then yeah. something happens to his arm. Yeah. And then when they bring him into the hospital, and this is where it kind of hey, gets... You see it, right? it. You see it. And then they immediately take him and he is like, he is not human anymore to these people. It becomes like, and this is what scares they're me. Trying, because the, the, don't forget, the yeah, guns the are... The guns, guns can only be fired yeah. by the aliens. Right. That's right. And so the government now that is behind all these uh, this horrible stuff that's happening, and this is the do you think government would really the, want alien weaponry technology? Oh, at this point, they do. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, this so guy was sitting around uh, waiting for this. Movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> remember, this guy was the son-in-law to the guy that's who's right. the main guy, and he's lying oh, to his daughter. Right. He's lying yeah. to his daughter. He'll be all right. We're gonna fix him and everything. Yeah. And, and during this whole thing, they've dragged him into this underground kind of area where they've been doing horrible experiments in these aliens. You see pieces of aliens everywhere. Yeah. And they literally are like tying this guy to a chair. They don't care about curing him anymore. They don't they don't are not even remotely interested. They want him. They realize they're putting different weaponry in his hand and they realize he can fire, fire these yeah, guns. They, 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 couldn't see, they didn't know it. Some of them did. Yeah. And they realize that this guy is gonna be the our our chance to use or use these weapons, and uh, they're just looking at him as that. Remember, they uh, they would put like sheep yeah. in front of him, yeah. and make him, or even other aliens. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, the yeah. Pro- yeah they had like an X on its chest. Yeah, and and he wouldn't do it. So after they, a while, yeah, they, they would prod him. They cattle prod him. Do it. Oh, yep. God, and it was man. horrible how they treated him. It was him. sad. It was man. really, it was really. Sad. There was a, there was a so certain you were level of this. for him when he got. Oh yeah. yeah. It was a certain part of this that was hard to watch, and that was the main part where you realized that if this happened to any of us, yeah. uh, then you would have been gone. There's an actual like realism there. Yeah, you know it really I mean? is. And at one point, he escapes, and that's where it just kind of takes off. Mm-hmm. And he's got to flee to the uh, kind of the alien area uh, to find out what's going on. And he comes across this one alien who they're calling it. Is it Christopher? I think it's. Uh, I think so. He was the kid yeah. of the guy that got killed in the place where the yeah. stuff sprayed on him. Remember, he has a child with him. He has an alien child. And, and when he gets, uh, he's kind of uh, uses his place as sanctuary. Remember, they're trying to f- take the ship off. They- well, that's what you do realize. Once he gets to this guy's trailer, he realizes that he is, something had fallen from the ship at some point, And everyone's always looking for what had fallen from the ship. And not they cannot find it. And right. when he went into the trailer, you realize this guy had it under his trailer. Right. And for years, they were trying to figure out how to, uh, how to, get uh, back to the ship. Right. And they realized that that tube that he had found that got sprayed in the face was was fuel that could take them up to the thing. So he mm-hmm. promised this guy, hey, I could fix you if you... And they're speaking in like buzzes and clicks and they're subtitling yeah. it and everything. And uh, from what I had read that they used those click sounds where someone rubbing a pumpkin... They use that as the huh. Foley noises to, uh, to do it. And one guy <laughs> is doing all that, those types of stuff. And uh, That's some kid, somebody with his granddaughter, and it made that sound like, shit, that'd be perfect for them. Yeah, now we're thinking exactly, of. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so they, uh, 
so he says, well, if you want that fuel, it's back at the headquarters. They kind of go in there, and that was one of the best scenes, man, where they uh, they equip themselves, and uh, he has to go to the warlord to get weaponry. Mm-hmm. And remember the warlord? Yeah. This was creepy, man. Mm-hmm. That war- they, The warlord wanted to eat his hand yeah. uh, because, because he, 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 felt he, like he, he thought would... that it would absorb the power, yeah. and so he wants to chop his hand off and eat it, and they yeah. have to rescue him from there. And yeah. It's just, it becomes action-packed after a while. Yeah. Uh, man. And sad the it's whole time. It's sad because time. He's, you could see his back. You could see, and then at one point you could see his eye and and the thing is is like before he changes before anything you can see when he's talking to the aliens because he's got the military yeah yeah yeah. and the military don't give a shit they're ready to just kill these guys at any minute but you can see him even though he's talking to them and having them sign that document that basically gives their rights away or whatever he has some level of humanity exactly there's something to him that he's a caring person yeah and like, and he had a wife at home that cared about him, and he had a great thing going on yeah. for him. And then and it was all taken away, and like the second like that, that mist hits his face, yep, boom, he's you know. Gone. And so you see him changing, and you see him sad about it, and yeah. you see him defending his life still in yeah. hopes that he can be changed back, and like all the way to the very end. And the the guy who's gonna go up the alien that's helping him out says, "I can fix you." He says, "But it's gonna take like three years to do it." Yeah, and he and he promises, "I will come back for you." Yeah, and at the very end of the movie, you see the guy that's com- and now he's completely changed. Yep. He, he's completely alien. He's and it almost villains. it almost ends with him like eating cat food on the hill and everything. Yeah, and it just ends, and you're yeah. like, "Man, where's District Ten? Yeah. This, you, this guy is coming back yep. for him, and I they, can't wait for it. Yeah. And, and might take a while. Well, District Nine came out in uh, 2009, so we've been waiting a while for it. Yeah, and he's done other movies, and I like. Like I said, I liked Elysium, uh, and you got to see that guy from District he Nine. Was great he was the bad Elysium. guy in that, yeah. And then he was the bad guy in Chappie, and he was the bad guy in the Hardcore Henry. That was another one that Neil uh, Blomkamp did, hmm. and uh, he's really good, man. And it was a really fantastic sci-fi action film, and it was nominated for an Oscar, which is really watching rare. It, you for never, that you, would never movie, think, right. you would never have You have never have thought. You this know what? I had to be. I had to be talked into watching that movie. Really? Yeah. Someone was like, "Great movie." Oh no, it's. A, I saw it in the theater. It was, was really like, good. Yeah, my brother gave me just like a ten minutes you know, in the movie downloaded copy. Yeah, and I was know. hooked ten minutes in the movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it was just the way they told that story. Yeah, you know? man. That documentary style sometimes doesn't work, but sometimes when it works well, it it really works. Worked and, good in uh, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So what do you got? One more time around the table. All right. Number one, two thousands action movie. Oh, Ip Man. Oh. Now, I should say, before you get into this, you, guys I had are, never, you might not hear from me for like 10 minutes. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I had been told about Ip Man probably 10 years ago from my friend Werger. And he'd be like, man, you got to see it. And I actually had it on my – it's been on Netflix for a long time. And I had it in my, uh, my, my career – my queue to be able Shoot. to uh, watch it. Uh, and then uh, – Justin told me about it. He told me it was going to be on his list, and I was like, oh, I have to watch it. So yesterday yeah. I watched it. You hadn't it. seen it. I hadn't seen it, but I knew it was from what Warger had told me about it, and I, I, I'm really a huge fan of Donnie Yen uh, because of Rogue One, and uh, I knew that Justin was going to have it on his list, so I watched number one yesterday. The second it ended, I watched number two. The second it ended, I watched number three. So yesterday I watched Ip Man number one, two, and three. That's so awesome. <laughs> so, so go ahead. I got. I definitely got you to thank for putting it on your list because it is phenomenal. And I've, I've got it on my wish list. It doesn't list get on any e- more fresh than that. Yeah, they know, they right? sell a trilogy on uh, Blu-ray for it, and it's already in my really? wish list on eBay to buy it yeah, because it's yeah. so phenomenal. So I've, go ahead. And I, and I've, I've seen two. I haven't seen three. But yeah, so Ip Man. All it, three were amazing. Yeah. Um, Ip Man was Bruce Lee's teacher. Yep. 
So when in real life, yeah, yeah. in real, and this life. was loosely based on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you know who Bruce Lee is and you know what his legacy you know was, silly. yeah, <laughs> you know, and then you hear this, like it draws you to this story, and that's what happened. You know, well, actually, and a friend of mine saw it and was like. Knows how much I like yeah. The Last Dragon and all the Bruce Lee movies. Oh, yeah. and he's like, you have to see this. So, you know, Ip Man is a Wing Chun master. and it A style be- of Kung Fu that not a lot of people were familiar right, with. Right, right. Is it the one, it's the one that Bruce Lee yeah. uses? Yep. Well, he, he from that created uh, Jeet Noon Do, I think is the name of it. Um, and that's Bruce Lee's style. Um, so this is the... the the basis of all of that, yeah. you know, um, the history of it. And so it starts off, uh, basically Ip Man is at his home and he gets a knock at the door and it's master Lou mm-hmm. and master Lou is in Fo Shan, which is the town that they live in. Um, and he's just opened a martial arts Academy. Well, if you want to be the best, you have to beat Ip Man. And he basically is like, well, now's not a good time. You know, he's like... <laughs> it's one of the great scenes in the movie, too. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yeah. You know, and I, mean, I love that guy who plays the guy who's his adversary because... Uh, yeah, because uh, number two, he becomes his friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he was really well, great in that, too. He wasn't in the third one, unfortunately. No, then it's a different guy because he gets killed by the Japanese <laughs> later on. He's the guy that gets shot. Oh, I'm thinking of someone different. I'm thinking of the guy that's fighting him in his house that's breaking stuff. Yeah, that's the oh, same no, guy. no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. The very first master oh, okay, that okay. comes to challenge him because gotcha. he wants to open a school. Gotcha. And he's like, well, now's not a good time. And he's like, that's okay. I'm here. I'll wait, you know? Yep. And so, and then he gives him dinner. He invites him to dinner before mm-hmm. they're about to fight. And uh, so they have their dinner, and it's just going to be a private match. Nobody's ever going to see it or yep. know about it or know about the winner to or the anything. Death. No, just just a a friendly match to see who can win because whoever's kung fu is the best in town uh-huh. is going to have the most students. Well, Ip Man doesn't even teach. You know, he doesn't even have a school. Yeah. So they have this battle, and somebody sees it, and they go and they tell the town. You know what happened, and yeah. so they were going to keep it private. So, anyways, so. It's an incredible fight scene. Yeah. Every fight scene in this movie is yeah. incredible. He, Donnie Yen is the friggin' man. He's dude. so good, man. Yeah. And most people know him from Ip Man, but I knew him from Rogue One, and I loved him in Rogue One. I was One. so happy uh, when I saw him in Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, and everyone I didn't know he was in it. When he came on screen, the audience cheered like I should know this guy. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit! Why does everyone know this guy <laughs> but me? He's and I so loved good. him in a Rogue One, so yeah. I was all on board to see Ip Man. Yeah, um, and so. There's fight scenes and there's plot that happens in the beginning, but you know all that. Stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but what she means, it's mostly character development. You yeah. know what I mean? But you know, who but needs it? The most important part starts when Japan invades China. Yeah, it was like 1937, 37, 38, yep. something it was like that. 37, and uh, and a lot of it reminded me of. Uh, it, it's weird. The second one reminded me of Rocky Four. The first one reminded me of Cinderella Man because Cinderella Man, uh, remember, he, he lived during the Depression and he just – all he knew how to do was fight. But he, a lot of the time he was trying to struggle to uh, support his family and feed his family. Right. So go ahead. Yeah. And so, I mean, basically they're running out of rice every day and whereas he never had to work before – and I don't know really why that is. Yeah. He, he was very uh, well, well off. off yeah, yeah. Totally well um, off. And the Japanese confiscated his place and yep. like made it their headquarters of the town. 
Um, and so eventually he has to go get a job shoveling coal. Yeah, he's got a wife and kid to try to uh, to feed and right. take care of. Um, and so one day, these Japanese soldiers and an interpreter, the interpreter was actually the sheriff of Foshan, and he knows how to speak Japanese. Um, he's doing like crazy manual labor, like digging coal yeah. and the very similar Eating like, like a potato a day. Yeah. And he breaks half the potato off to bring home to his family, yeah. you know. Um, and so they come up and they're basically looking for people who know Kung Fu, you know, to fight. And if you fight and you win, you get a bag of rice. You know, if you lose, you don't. But if you win, you get a bag of rice. So people want to go. Just for entertainment yeah. for the Japanese yeah, yeah, soldiers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And for training purposes, they want to learn more about the Chinese martial arts. Um, so there's this one kid, his name is Lou. Um, and he's like friends with Ip Man and... They go, he goes first when, when they first come around. He goes first and he fights and he wins. Um, and after he wins, uh, is he the one that gets shot? Yeah. Yeah. After he wins, um, he gets shot by the general's like first assistant, whatever he is, corporal or yeah. something. And he's friends with Ip Man. Right. And um, Ip Man realizes he doesn't come back. Come back yeah. the next day, you know? Um, so eventually. Ip Man goes there, and oh no, he's the guy who gets shot. That guy, yeah, Lou, gets the beat one to that death. fights three people. Yeah, gets shot in the yeah, head. Yeah, uh, you guys are losing me. I well, <laughs> there, was, there was a flashback, flash forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he goes, and he's going to go and fight for the rice, you know. But really, he's looking for his friend. Well, there's another master there, and he fights three guys, and he loses. But he had already won one bag of rice, so he goes to pick up the bag of rice. And they shoot him in the head because technically... I'm thinking this game is rigged. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, <laughs> technically he lost, so he wasn't allowed to keep the game, the bag of rice. And the guy who shot him was just a piece of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. He just enjoyed killing Chinese. Um, so Ip Man now wants to fight. And he goes in and he goes, I want to fight 10 people. And he just absolutely it's almost all defense, too. It's, uh, Wing Chun is all about close combat. Fighting, yeah, but I think it's like sixty percent or maybe even seventy percent defense and everything. I don't it's think like judo. I don't judo think Donnie very... Donnie Yen does not get even a mark on him in the entire first no, movie. I don't think he gets hit in no, the first I, movie. No, well, when he fights the uh, maybe, the but, general but even that end, was mild. Mild. I mean, yeah. he beats He's, the shit out yeah. of the general. You could tell like, early on that this guy is the best of the best. And yeah, no one they yeah. put him against. Yeah, especially after you see him take down ten men. Yeah. And the way he takes them down, uh, I mean, it, it's like crazy. breaking everybody's everything, yeah. you know. And it fin- <laughs> eventually it comes down, and I feel bad for this guy. Eventually, it comes down to one guy yeah. who pretty much saw what was going on and has just been standing and fighting, <laughs> you know, stands the whole time. And Donnie Yen just doesn't give a shit. He's like, "No, oh, yeah. I'm gonna beat your ass." And he goes over and just tears the kid apart. Eventually, he gets him in a headlock and just. Pounds him, you know what I mean. Even doing like, that, he keeps his composure. He doesn't break a sweat. No, I mean it's like it's almost formal, formulatic. You know, yeah, just but boom. his knuckles are just yep. swollen and bloody, and he just gets up and just that rapid fire punch that he oh does gosh, to people, just, man. Uh, he does this rapid punch yeah. where he gets people in the chest or in the yeah. back or in the head. I mean, I'm, I, I have a, 
You would like these movies. I think, so. I, I, think I would. No, they're really, really good. It's, like, no, they're incredible. It, there's not many movies that I will immediately put the second and the third one on, right. too. And yeah. it, I, arguably, I like the second one even better. And I love the first one. And but that's that, where he goes to Hong Kong and opens a school, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's when uh, he fights the, the British asshole boxer who died in 2015. No uh, shit. That bad guy that plays the boxer. No shit. Like it's like it's like the Russian from uh, uh, from uh, Rocky Four, but like a complete asshole. Huh. Uh, but the one of my favorite scenes from the second one is when they have to fight on the table. Yeah, see, I don't remember. Oh, it man, that you have well. to watch the second yeah. one. Uh, the only problem I had with uh, any of these movies, and it's not a problem because if I own them on DVD, it will not be a problem ever. But <laughs> on uh, on Netflix, the first one they do an overdubbing on it, where you have to watch it like an old Godzilla movie. That's where how it actually, is on DVD. Uh, no, well, you can you can switch it. Oh, okay. uh, you can okay. watch it in Cantonese or Mandarin too. Oh, okay. and that's how I'd rather do it because I don't want to hear someone who's not. I want to hear things in their native tongue. Yeah. I don't want to hear some guy that doesn't even remotely sound like him. And the third one, they they overdubbed it. Again, it was weird on Netflix. Oh, really? You watched the first one was overdubbed, then I watched the second one, it was subtitled, and I was thrilled. And then the third one, they overdubbed it yeah. again, and they overdubbed Mike Tyson with like a manly, manly I can't voice. Believe he's in that. He's not, and it, at first you're like, oh, they're gonna. Do <laughs> I bet he was pissed. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk like that. Yeah, right? I don't talk like that at all. And, at first, I was like, oh, they're gonna jump the shark having Mike Tyson in this movie, yeah. but they use him sparingly. And uh-huh. It was really, really well done. Yeah. There's a scene where he was like, if you can fight, what year was this? Uh, these are later. Like uh, I think uh, Ip Man was two thousand and eight, maybe, and then two well, years Tyson later. Tyson was fighting, obviously. Uh, no, 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 no. He already no. had the thing on his head, yeah. uh, the face tattoo that and everything. But he in the movie, he was like, he set a clock, and he's like, if you can side, he's like a mob boss. He's like, he sets a clock. He's, you can survive three minutes with me. Slate's clear, and he's not even a main character in the movie, but they work him in there, and it's really. Phenomenal. I don't mind yeah. some Mike Tyson. Well, and the other thing is, is those movies also sparked an American-made yeah, yeah. movie, Ip Man, which I didn't get a chance to see. I wanted to see it in the theater. Who plays that if guy? Donnie Yen's not in it, I'm not really interested. Who plays in it. that guy? I have no idea. I, but I, I, I maybe it was him. I don't think it is. Is it? I'll have to look. Yeah, I have to look because I looked up his uh, filmography, and it, the only three that are oh, mentioned really? are these three. And uh, I blew Justin's mind yesterday, sending him a picture of their in production of It Man Four right yeah, now. Yeah, I with, can't wait with for Donnie Yen oh, uh, as the character, and he's yes. in his even in number one, he's in his fifties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so it's insane seeing him do this stuff that he's doing, but it's very, very well done. Really great movie to have on your number one. If I had seen it beforehand, I probably would have had it on my list because uh, I had went too long without seeing it. So everyone should uh, definitely run out and see it, man. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Phenomenal, man. It's really phenomenal. I actually, I you know, I, I'm probably going to order, because I was curious, because you know he's got to be like one of those incredibly wise people, you oh, yeah. know? Um, so his son and another one of his students wrote a biography oh, about him. Yeah. I think I might. Well, order. even uh, opposite of like Ip Man is Donnie Yen himself. Donnie Yen, uh, his parents, he grew up uh, in Boston, and his mom was the kung fu expert, and his dad was a piano player and a musician. Really? So Donnie Yen is a break dancer. And he's in the Wu Tang no Clan. Wu Tang Clan is one of his favorite bands. What? And if you look up, you could see him doing hip hop and singing and dancing. And he plays like Chopin on the. I think on I the, might have a new idol. I'm telling you, he plays <laughs> Chopin on the fucking piano like it's actually him. He is multi talented Donnie Yen, man. And it's amazing watching I him do him. his stuff. <laughs> and as Ch- Chirrut Imwe and Rogue One, oh, I loved him, man. I'm one with the Force, and the Force oh, is with me. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. Ah, God, I love man. him, man. Yeah, dude. Um,. So I, yeah, I don't know. There's been other ones besides those three that I've. I, there's like a uh, 
there's like an Ip Man, the last something or something. Right. I think there's a couple offshoots, but the only three that were part of that trilogy were Ip Man 1, 2, and 3, and now yeah. the fourth one. That's so. awesome, yeah. Really good. I'm excited to see yeah. it. I haven't seen I this. I can tell. There's very, yeah, there's very <laughs> few movies that I see later and after they've come out that I'm like, holy shit, I've sort of seen that a long time, so I yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, but you got to binge watch them. I like I, binge, I binge watch them. I like watching them. My watch. wife just happened to be at the uh, running a booth at the fair for her uh, nice. anti-smoking the thing. So. No, the Levy County, but oh, yeah. So why she was gone? Because she's not going to be interested in sitting next to me watching six hours of Especially um, the second you one. You should have called me. Man. I know, especially the second one, which was all in Mandarin, too. Uh, but, I mean, this so... Uh, it's not like it's one of those subtitled movies where it, there's more fighting than talking in it anyways. Yeah. But, oh, man, I love the second one so much. And the, all three of them, all three of them were phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, uh, really worth seeing. All right, Dave, what do you got? When this movie came out, oh, man, it was so good. This is what I, I'd always wanted James Bond to be. It's interesting. I know what movie you, you're going to mention here, and I remember seeing this in the theater with you, and I specifically remember us leaving the theater and you saying this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was. It, it had everything that I wanted in a yep. movie. It had the... So it was a Born Identity. Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude. Absolutely. Had everything you wanted in a movie. I love when I, when the character doesn't know what's going yeah. on, and I don't know either. That right. opening, And man. we get to go through the journey together yep. to find out why. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A very Ethan Hawke in the training day yeah. type of thing. But the way that started, man. I oh, mean, just started with him, with in, him the in the water. Yeah. Yep. Boom. In the water. And he's got the beacon on him and yep. everything. And then the guy pulling him out. I mean, you don't even hear Matt Damon talk for the, like the first 10 minutes. You yep. just start following the guy who pulled him out of the water. Right. And so, he... Go ahead. Go ahead, because this is a remake. This is, I mean, this is a famous book that's been around for a while. But Richard Chamberlain played the original Born Identity. Oh, see, I never did. Yeah, it was in the seventies. It was really? a Born Identity. I guarantee you, I like this never one. Oh yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah. That oh, it yeah. was a big budget. All the scenes were in Europe. Yeah, this is, was Doug Lyman, or I think he might have done Doug the, Lyman the reproduced future it. ones. No, I, I think this was him. Yeah, someone else took over the future ones. Uh, but Which, I did the first some one. of those were good. Too. Oh, they were all good. I like them all. Even the, the Jeremy all, Renner yeah, one. I love the Jeremy Renner one. That scene great. with the drone. Oh man, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right, go ahead and tell us a little bit of the premise. So he gets snatched, and well, you tell this part because this is where I had to ask that question because I wasn't exactly. Well, he's in the water. How, I was. I know he's in the water. How does he get to the consulate? So well, he pulls the guy pulls the, a thing out of his arm. That's right. That that's has right. a bank. Uh, right. like a bank account number on it, a Swiss bank account or a German bank account because that's, I think, where he was in Germany right, yeah. when they find him. Uh, so he's and on like a... Uh, they pull him out of the water by like a whaling ship or yeah, a fishing, a fishing ship. ship. Fishing boat, and then yeah. when he gets in, he just wants to go to that bank and from that point, remember he has no clue. Remember when yeah. he's trying to sign into the bank and they wanted to use his uh, fingerprint or something like that and then when he gets in the room, uh, that's where it kind of all took off when he opens that safety deposit box. Yeah. And then what does he find in the safety deposit box? Guns right? and passports and pa- like six like, passports. Yeah, like, with all. Whoa, the you're like ton, tons of money in different dimensions and <laughs> yeah. everything, and you realize uh, denominations, and you realize he because he has amnesia. I mean, that has, should be the the main thing we should mention here. Right. So so he, as he's figuring out his memory, the viewer is figuring out his memory. Yeah. And you soon realize that. He's, he's a badass. Well, it starts off. When remember, he, when he takes the sleeping. gun away from somebody. The well, first remember, time. he's sleeping on the bench. bench remember, he's sleeping the, on the yeah. bench. Mm-hmm. And the two French police or German police officers. Right. Walk up and he to disarms him. him and he's got that look on his and face. He's like, he's like, how the fuck did I just do that? Yeah. Like, and he just <laughs> walks away like, yeah. all right, I'm getting out of here. Also you know, memory. he has. Yeah, yeah, he has skills like that. He had no well, he clue. He can talk in other languages and he doesn't know why. Remember? Like, because he's talking to the guy on the boat and he's like, 
you know, I know like seven different languages and I have no idea why. Oh, and no, but he's talking to the girl at the diner. Remember, he's like, I know that guy over there can handle yep. himself and right. I know that guy he's over there. He's got a shotgun in the yeah. truck. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. He's like, how do I know that? Why yeah. do I know that? Right. So, because, uh, what's her name? The girl from Run, Lola, Run, uh, who's Which really good. Could have made too. Oh, man, Run, Lola, Run. If you haven't seen Run, Lola, Run. Never heard of it. Really great movie. The music was great. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. We're going to have to do a pod of movies I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but go ahead. So you, he, he, no, you go ahead. You he, take it. Up he, from here. he gradually finds out that he's an assassin, you know, and that not only is he an assassin, he's one that's been uh, kind of uh, uh, manipulated, very similar to almost Manchurian Candidate style, yeah. and that he can be activated at any point. And uh, what with Bridgestone is that? What the yeah. uh, Treadstone. Treadstone. Treadstone, yeah. Treadstone was the company, and it kind of has the ongoing thread through all these movies that there is this big company. It's a government. It's program. a government yeah, sleeper a cell kind yeah. of company that they're yeah. uh, they're creating these assassins That's that can just be activated the tip of at the any iceberg, point. Yeah, you know. And at some point, and when they, they realize throw you out just enough crumbs yep. for you to start putting a story together to want to know more, exactly. And they keep you hooked that. And way. you realize that Matt Damon knows some shit, but since he got uh, he got in this accident that wiped his memory out he's got to gripe because chris cooper's in the first one and uh he's kind of hunting him down with the and then uh what's joan he's allen awesome. joan allen works it into the second one and she's really good in that too and uh well and the i mean just the the back and forth between them trying to track him yeah. and trap him and the other secret agents that are coming after him and him trying to figure out who and that he was is clive owen escape. remember that was like the first time we've ever saw clive That's owen right yeah. he was the guy oh, he was the assassin he was the one in the field in the, the field end. oh yep. my god yep. that was such a cool scene yep. too he's where like, he's like they've you got the, you too or the, he, he, you get the headaches yeah yep. you know? yeah and he talks them all about that and they really are working this was a tent pole movie which really branched off to they, so many different things oh, they yeah. The fight scenes, the close contact Amazing. fight scenes, oh the way they filmed the, the, the first one, the really first the good one in the in the apartment. The knife. Yeah, that was the one, man. Yeah. Uh, when he's doing it right in front of the girl from Run Lola Run, and then she's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Oh, man? he had a magazine. He he rolled up a magazine, yeah. and that's, right. that's what he was able to use to fend the guy off with the knife. Yeah. I mean, like, Jesus was it the German man. guy, or was that number two? Um, no, it's the no, German guy. The, no, I think it was the first one. Maybe it was. Yeah, it was, when he was in the apartment and he comes oh, yeah, the window. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. It was the guy from Ocean's 12. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then uh, the second one had second one had, second that, one had that great scene of the tunnel. Remember the great oh, scene of the tunnel? The truck. And I think that had uh, Carl Urban in it. Wasn't Carl Urban great, the guy? Yeah. Some, yeah, in the second yeah. one. It was good. went right towards that pile. Ah, there was some really good car chases in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, really great. Good. All three yeah, of these had them, great yeah. music was great. Yeah. It was almost... Um, I have never seen the, the fourth Moby one. Do I didn't see the one. I didn't Moby see the joke. Possibly. Maybe. It was very... Tra- it could have been Moby, yeah. It was very trancey. Yep. And pulsy. Techno. Yeah. And... I had never seen the last one that came out. The Jason Bourne one. I haven't seen that either. But you know what? It's probably good. I think I might have. It was the one after Renner when he decided to come back. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, eh, they've kind of, I, I hate when they do that when they got to come back to the original actor. I sure. Like, right. Renner's like, what the fuck, dude? Well, he's like, I'm a hot guy. Now <laughs> I'm getting, I was the guy. Now I'm yeah, getting right, ignored. Yeah. You said you're the guy now. Yeah. <laughs> that means something to me. No, he's the Avenger now. Yeah. Well, well, for a right. short period. Until April. Until well, well, it's April. Uh, oh, no. So many of my favorite characters are going to die this month. What do you do? What's your superpower? I shoot arrows really good. Yeah, I had her. Not to go too far off a tangent, but I've heard rumors that uh, they might kill more than we think they're going to kill. I know. And you know why? Because they can make way for new characters. No, no, no. Because Captain Marvel's coming out. Captain Marvel, she can manipulate time. Oh. She can go back in time and save people. 
So they might actually have them kill that characters seems that like, you don't expect. That seems like a very convenient character well, to come up with. That's her ability, though. Yeah. That's her ability. Is what can you she do? Can, I can uh, fix every result until you get the right one. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> But awesome. the idea that they can uh, that they can kill off the Hulk if they wanted to and then just mm-hmm. go back. She can go back in time and save him. I mean, there's uh, repercussions for doing it, but they're going to – we'll see that when uh, when the Captain Marvel movie comes out. So. That's all I'm saying. They said that the the title for the second oh. part of Infinity Wars will give will piss people off and give away a lot of everything. Oh, really? They're already going out and telling people do not give the ending away to the first Avengers movie. So if you you don't want it ruined, go day one or day two because it's going to be a big one. Yeah. I'm going day one for uh, sure. I'll try. They're going to kill. Yeah. Um, well, they'll See, start, they sell right? advanced tickets. For they're either going to kill Stark or they're going to kill Captain, Captain America. America. It's either one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I my guess is Stark because they. Cast well, I hope him. they don't kill. He Hulk. wants to go do something else. He's I, like, I'm I ready hope to they go do some other stuff. No, well, the problem, the the thing is that they're they're just going to download him into the suit, and he'll just be the voice of the right. the new Iron Man in the suit. You know, it's you can hear. Uh, What's his name? Uh, the guy who plays Vision is actually the voice right. in that suit, and they're just going to download him into it. So they'll work it up. But no, he's a voiceover <laughs> actor. <laughs> Chris Evans has already come out and said after the second uh, Avengers movie is out anyways. So hmm. I mean, I don't know why they didn't kind of tell him to <laughs> keep, keep your mouth keep, shut, keep your until, mouth yeah. shut <laughs> until it comes out. But I don't know. All right, so yeah, Born Identity, fantastic movie, yeah, man. great franchise, just all around. So I like spy movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so my number one here, and uh, this was I was saying earlier, if similar to Taken, where by the third one you were about done with them, but people forget how great that first one was. My number one here is the original Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. That was good, It was man. so phenomenal. Yeah. And, and then the, the sequels were garbage, man. The yeah. second one had some moments, but the third one, by the time the, uh, the third His one came out... King no, it got, got it got old quick. Yeah. But by the I, first I one, seen the that, one, that first one was phenomenal, Oh, man. yeah, dude. It was so great. great, man. And he ruled that movie, man. And I that was like, obviously, everyone who's been to Disney World is always fans of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and those great Easter eggs that they can put in there, like <laughs> <laughs> them whistling for the dog to bring yeah, the keys exactly, over yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that was And, good. I mean, you had Kira Knightley, who was, like, she was, like, 15 in this movie. She, she had her, like, mom on the set with her. She was so young. And this was kind of, like, like started her career. Mm. And you got the great Jeffrey Rush uh, in this movie. But I love the concept of these pirates that were dead but you didn't realize it, you know, until that moonlight hit right. them. Right, oh, that was so cool. And how great was that, not to jump forward to the ending, but that ending sequence when they're, like, in and out of the moonlight. Yeah. Where you can see them turning and not turning. When and they're you, fighting. Uh, oh, when they're fighting. Yeah. It's so great, man. Yeah. And uh, even... Uh, the, Who's the, in this? The, Jeffrey Rush? Jeffrey Rush, obviously, Johnny Depp, Kira uh, Knightley. Knightley, Orlando Bloom. That's right. Uh, uh, just a really great cast. And this was one of those perfect summer movies that you... Uh, Love to go see, it, and you're just it, gonna entertain the hell out of. Made a lot of money. A lot of money. Oh, oh my yeah, god, man! Absolutely. All of them made money. Even the when they were not that great, they had a, a lot of money. But I, I did like moments of the second one, but the first one was just so f- really, really good. Yeah, I loved them getting abandoned. Uh, her and uh, Jack being abandoned on that uh, desert island. You know, he's like, "Where's the rum gone?" <laughs> and, uh, or when him getting when they show up at that town, which is the town you can kind of see on the ride. Right. Where, yeah. Which they just changed that. You know, they had the. Uh, uh, the the pirates chasing the women around. Remember the animatronic? Oh, yeah, I do around. remember that. They yeah. changed that because it looked very kind of rapey. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they did change that. that but when they showed up at that uh, <laughs> that town, which was great, and that's when remember uh, when uh, 
Johnny Depp gets punched in the face. Yeah. I don't think I deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> I might have deserved that. I might have deserved that. Or his, the whole crew that Jeffrey Rush had, you know, you had that uh, that little, uh, that bald guy who was in that Tales from the Crypt episode that had Sam Kinison in his ear. He was also in Seinfeld. He was the one that was fighting with George Costanza over the parking spot when they pulled in forward yeah. and backwards. He was one of the, uh, he, if you watch the making of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, he filmed everything on the set. Like uh, between takes and everything like that, so he's got a lot of great behind-the-scenes footage of oh, it. Cool. It's just a, such a fun, fun movie to watch. Like yeah. I've seen this one so many times. When it, uh, I think I saw it like three times in the theater. And oh, really? I owned it and I watched it. A what ton year of did times. it come out? Uh, oh, three. Oh, so really? it was, uh, wow. and then I think the second one was probably a couple of years later, and the second one was decent. Then it just kind of, like, like you said, after a while, I think for everyone, everyone at the same time, even Johnny Depp probably was like, yeah. oh. It, well, it, it was not just—it was not just another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Did you hear he showed up at the ride recently? Oh yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. Oh, that's yeah. insane, man. That's pretty. That's awesome. That's man. Awesome. People are freaking out. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hell yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> but he—he he does those kind of characters that kind of wears thin on people for a while. And I, for me, it was when he did the Willy Wonka thing. I was like, Ugh, I didn't like that character at all. Uh, I do like the the weird French detective he plays in the I Kevin Smith didn't movies. Didn't mind that. Oh, he was so funny. I you saw probably didn't time. see Yoga Hosers, and that's I when didn't, he was really. But I funny. saw. I saw Tusk. No. Well, Tusk was the first one he did it. I I saw this other one he paid a detective. It was that whole character through the whole thing. Mordecai. I oh yeah, seen yeah. That. Well, you need to see Tusk. He played that weird Canadian. Uh, that detective. was Mordecai. The whole movie. Well, this he was really <laughs> weird in, in in Tusk, and that carried over to Yoga Hosers, and I think it's going to carry over to Moose Jaws when uh, Kevin Smith actually does Moose Jaws because that's his Canadian trilogy. Uh, but he kept that silent. They kept it really quiet that Johnny Depp was going to be in Tusk, and still a lot of people don't really realize it and it's one of his funnier roles really he's huh. very you know, he's kind of like he's jerry lewis in the, in oh, the like sense, more like peter sellers i would think because he kind of can transform himself but he's but he he's jerry lewis in that that he can play the big blockbuster roles like yeah. donnie brasco and what was that one where he played whitey bulger oh yeah like yeah. black mask creepy Black-Mass. as hell oh yeah, yeah but then dip right back into this kind yeah. of silliness yeah but be okay with it because, and the reason why I say Jerry Lewis is because he's a he, he's a hit. Johnny Depp is in France like more than he is. Oh yeah, well that's where he lives now too. I mean right. he's like a huge superstar. Yeah, but that's why he moved there because he can't even walk around in the states anymore. Yeah, and in France they just left. Yeah, I have alone. They don't give a shit. They know <laughs> since who you I are. started the pod I can't leave my yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. without the, something chasing me around here. the yard. I gotta fly in here every week thanks to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my body got, my bodyguards wait. How is your place in Bali? You know it's nice. It's pretty this time of year. But yeah, I get the, that's what people uh, say in France. They know who we are. They just don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> so yeah. he can just do his thing over there. But yeah, that first Carrots of the Caribbean, man, the stuff with Jeffrey Rush, the stuff with the monkey. It's just really, <laughs> love a damn monkey. really clever. Even the monkey was a ghost, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. very cleverly <laughs> done, man. Very cleverly done. So yeah. that would be my number one uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So. Yeah, that's a good good list of fifteen action films there, man. And that was that was a hard. It's one a to very diverse down. action. It isn't oh, yeah. just it isn't just like Schwarzenegger style. Yeah, or yeah. Every it's, movie. It's not the eighties. Yeah, we I didn't do, we didn't put one Expendables movie in this. Yeah, no, I think that was next was decade. That, oh, was it next decade? Yeah. No, well, I think some of them were two thousands. The first one, first one might have been. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. 
Because it was there's like four of them. I know. You think they did them all in the twenty tens? I, I think I might own all three. Yeah. I know I, I own the first one. I know I yeah. own the first. First two. one was great. Yeah, second one, eh. yeah, I'm much careful. I don't want to end with but. the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> say, say one more movie. Wait, uh, just say a title. Uh, <laughs> Kick ass. That was yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was gonna be on my list because, uh, but I realized what it was twenty ten. <laughs> <laughs> I realized it was twenty ten, so we'll have to wait for that for them. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's action movies for right now. If you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, always get a hold of us on uh, Facebook, where we uh, we're on there pretty regularly, and uh, maybe every day. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm on Facebook every day, so yeah. for sure. And uh, me and Justin are going on Monday to see the sneak preview of Rampage. Maybe we should uh, like Facebook Live outside or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I, re- I thought maybe we should bring the recorder there and I talk to people online. About it. You would, guys could do that would be Mystery interesting. 2000 sitting in the front row. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think they would allow that because yeah, there's going to be press not. there and everybody. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be pretty packed. We could pretend uh, like we were press. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll be on Facebook. You can like us on there. We're also on, uh, you can listen to us on uh, iTunes tunes and on uh soundcloud we're also on twitter at dupree podcast or you can get a hold of us through email at fascinated with films at gmail.com uh, you can get a hold of us there and we'll uh, go right to our mailbox and we'll respond to you very quickly uh still come to my house yeah <laughs> i can't have that i've had to turn a couple people away i'm already. behind on the emails yeah. right now yeah man. i know i'm trying it's <laughs> tough to keep up man you got a life to live yeah <laughs> but we will be back next week with something uh with another fantastic topic i think it's still up in the air but we're uh discussing it right now what we want to do but uh until next yeah. time see you later peace narp narp